<laughs> you know what? I'm out of here. I'm done. Uh, I'm just kidding, dude. And he's Absolutely gone. Absolutely. And, 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 and that every and now fucking he's day, and just get now shit on by all you guys. And take care of you left and right. Okay. Oh, There's no oh, appreciation oh, for wow. whatsoever. Already bringing in the Start room. the Let's fucking bring it on. Start it. We need to talk bring about this. On, Start that shit, dude. Let's go. Yeah, fire me <laughs> up. Fire me up. We haven't even started it. We haven't even started. No, we'll get into it. I am done with this two weeks already. Start the fucking podcast. Three weeks too long. Matt, you get shit on. Tell me when, Dak. You get shit yeah. on the least, all right, in the house. Matt, we could we could take it ten times further than we actually yeah. do. Jacqueline, Jacqueline gets shit on the most, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. And then probably Jack the second. And then you guys always make fun of how well I'm doing with my workouts and my work and everything like that. So you kind of shit on right. me, right? Yeah. And how good I'm looking and things like that. <laughs> yeah. So you guys Your peak shit performance. On me. Yeah, yeah. You just fucking rail. You all fucking day. rail about how I I just keep doing stuff and new stuff and I'm keep really really good at that stuff. And so I kind of I'm probably third. And then good. You're 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 probably last, Matt. You probably get shit on the worst, the, the least oh, amount. Sure. Not the worst, the least amount in the house. You disagree? No. No, no, you're probably over Andrew because we give you shit about, we give you shit about enough. Dude, you guys come at me for my hairline, my my <laughs> glucose, my lactose right. intolerance. Yes, my girth. You guys just keep giving me diseases left and right. And I, just, I, just, well, I and I don't know what I have. All right, so I just point. accept all. That's a good point. You're very sensitive. Okay, maybe you jump me in the ranking. But no, no, no. I appreciate it. I gotta get hold. I gotta yeah. get held accountable. You gotta get held accountable. Yeah, yep. You can't just have so many insensitive sensitivities. And not get held accountable about it. Are we live yet? Yeah, we're live. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad this got aired out. Count us down, man. Oh, hey, actually, hey, 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 Yeah, play the fucking intro, dude. Fire it up. Fire me up. What does it say? Because the last week I've heard that a million fucking times, but I don't know what it says. We're just ordinary average guys. No. That's Matt 10 minutes podcast what? or whatever. 10 minute podcast. It's like, something gets the name. Yeah, yeah. 10 minute podcast. That's 10 minute podcast, bro. The best podcast of all time. You absolutely love that one. I it's just a, hear it all day long. It's the be- well, well, you, know, you hear it the six reason, times an yeah, hour. Yeah, the reason the reason why you hear it is minutes. because it's only it's on every ten minutes. Yeah, the right. podcasts are only ten minutes long, so you hear it all the time. Absolutely electric. It, it's the best podcast, though, hands down. Like, what's it about? It's just it's just like the, my three favorite podcasters who used to have a podcast together. It's from like 2014. It's the best. It's all old episodes, so it's irrelevant. Well, it's vintage. All right. If you don't learn, you you don't like to learn from our forefathers, is what I've picked up, and so that was that was a joke. I, <laughs> and his and his father. It should be no, about it, something very relevant. It's not. It's complete horseshit the whole time, but it's very funny. Ooh, hands. Nice hands. Put them on dude. the hands team. Oh no! What happened? Uh, you Declan. Put, you put the cords on my. You put the stool on my cord. You put the cords under my stool. Declan, what's going on over there? I didn't mean this to be like a stressful activity for everyone. Oh, yeah? And by I didn't mean, this wasn't my idea, so I don't know why. Because you look like you're struggling over there, and it's it's keeping me from getting settled in and talking. Are you done stressing over there? You good? I'm good for a while now. All right. Are you looking on the internet? Are you on Amazon? Are you searching or something? Yeah, I'm buying 
<laughs> Stop looking at the fucking computer screen. All right. All right. Okay, Andrew, go ahead. Someone give me a countdown. I just want to make sure from all fronts, from the lack there, from the short-winded comments from Deck, I, mm-hmm. I believe we're all good to go. Is that correct? That is correct. Sweet. All right, we're going to have this conversation now and again in 30 minutes. Yes. When you still look like you're fumbling over cords and you're walking around falling over there. <laughs> like you've been doing. It's all right. You know, we don't have our producer tie here and... We're in shambles when we don't, and that's just the reality. But we're here now. We're here just uh, messing around, having a couple drinks, and it's quarantine time. And we're it's the five roommates rehashing. Why don't we all introduce ourselves? Right, because we have different mics and everyone's got different voices. Some people have been on the podcast. Actually, we all have, but some people have had particular podcasts about themselves, and some haven't. That's true. Right. Mostly one. Yeah, just one hasn't. Right. Um, but we'll uh, go around a little introductions. Start us off, Matt Heron. All right, so I'm Matt Heron. I'm the most important uh, voted on from the house as the most important member. And so um, I do a lot of strength workouts. I'm a good runner. Um, that's about it. That's yeah, what would you say? Where what would you say like your strongest? Like if you had like a ranking of like oh, like thirty skills, mm-hmm. what would you say like? the mm. number one skill mm-hmm. and like what would you say is like the bottom of the scale like but, when you like say your corporate like your corporate yeah. office say they were to yeah. do like a polling and like they did the whole rigmarole they brought in a consultant and everything <laughs> yeah what would you say they would think of you as like the highest strength and then like the weakest all right so um what i would say for the highest strength is just doing me <laughs> that's number one <laughs> that's number one off number while. one is just doing me <laughs> right and so for the the my my biggest weakness I think um wait so I've, let's go back to one real quick okay. you're doing you I'm just doing me right okay. and everyone no, wait, knows I got it. that confirmed now All yes right. keep going I'm doing me yep. and that's my biggest strength always doing me um, my biggest weakness and I've heard this from a lot of people in corporate America in the entertainment business I I kind of sometimes I give too much and I don't take enough for myself <laughs> right and so that's an issue that I need to deal with right. Sometimes I'm too worried about other people, and I, I give too much, and I don't take enough for myself. Mm. Mm. Well done. Well, that's Matt Heron. He, he He's a giver. He's an absolute giver, and he does him. And I'm humble. He's very humble. Yes. Well done. All right. Jack Berg, what do we got, brother? I was really hoping I'd be able to give us an introduction, but... Well, you can do dude, it now, dude. Absolutely. Do it the now. time is yours. Like, Five, four, three, two, one, and here we are, live, coming to you. Live. That was it. You said that live was it. twice. <laughs> that was it, dude. You're live, you are, bro. You already went back to live. I don't know. Uh, I'm Jack. Uh, I've been on this podcast like I don't know how many times, Andrew. Nine, uh, ten, seven, or eight. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty-one. Each time, I'm like, oh, why the hell did I do that? <laughs> I, just, I feel like every time I come on this podcast, I just make myself sound worse and worse. It's been a while since the last time we you've been on the show. Yeah, you guys kind of kicked me off for a while. You probably That's figured true. out how how first ever podcast. I was like, I'm the most average person ever, and then you guys finally realized that after like nine times. Yeah, it's like this guy has nothing nothing valuable to say. <laughs> well, they gave you nine times. I mean, yeah, no, I I had plenty of chances. Uh, what am I? What was your question? You know, maybe a little introductory for the people. Oh, I mean, no, you've, no, you've been on nine times, and we love your voice. I mean, when the people hear the Jack Burke voice, 
they're they're rallying up. They're it's a voice for the people. Oh yeah, I could I could go places with it if I really wanted to, and I hope there's someone listening right now that uh, might need me. Anyways, uh, Jack Burke. Uh, some may call me the fifth roommate. Bedroom, right out of frame over there. Um, lose a lot of sleep over this podcast. <laughs> Not because it stresses me out, but because it literally keeps me up at night. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just a good, just a, uh, like three or four. Okay. So um, enough to, you know, be memorable. Yeah. No, I can remember. Mark Amick and Austin Yoakum definitely kept me up one night. Yes. That was a late as, night one. Thank God, thank God I know, A, know them both, B, like them both. If I didn't. There'd be hell to raise. He would have. He would have uh, raised hell. <laughs> and I've seen it. Um, yeah, I would just say, uh, pretty, pretty normal, average, uh, fun, fun loving guy. Fuck yeah, Jack. That Love sounds that, like man. that sounds like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun. Guy. <laughs> I'm a real fun guy. <laughs> a real fun guy. Jack, when you turn left, make sure you grab the mic and bring it with you. You're gonna go in and out when you uh, veer away from the. I was input. just look. I was trying to point the viewers who obviously can't see my room to mm-hmm. my room. Just out of frame. It's straight across the hall uh, from our actually our old studio is right across the hall. So he really heard us. Now we're you know. No, down it's the hall. louder now. No, come on, we're down the hall. Yeah, but there's a shared wall. Yeah, that's a good that's point. A good point. Yeah. Made out of right. 1940s newspaper as insulation. So. And and a and a dandelion and a dandelion. Yeah, Jack. How bummed are you that we put up that whiteboard? I'm here pretty in the bummed. I, no, in all honesty, like I thought that wall was the coolest part of our studio. Um, when my grandparents came to visit to now fall of 2017, like I was so excited to show my grandpa. Like, and I did show him. And I showed any, anyone that has ever come to our house. Like, we have a newspaper that literally says, Allies forced back by Nazis. And it's before world uh, before the United States entered into World War II. And it's like the coolest thing ever. And then you guys just put a whiteboard over it. <laughs> and there's only ever one thing written on the whiteboard. No, no, no. There's, there's usually more than one thing. Right now, we have one thing. And what does that one thing read? Jack Baby, the influencer. Right, and that is our boy right here speaking to us. <laughs> oh, He's... yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm an influencer, so follow me. Um, On what? What's can, your... we, can we circle back real quick? Junior, uh, our good friend Matt Burbach, uh, suggests we do an Instagram page for you. Would you like to confirm or deny your own Instagram page? There's, there's Jack, rumors. Jack, the influencer. He definitely suggested it, yeah. Right. And where, are you, where do you lie in this conversation? I confirm that he suggested it. Gotcha. Right really? on. Really? So the rumors are confirmed. And, I'm, and I'm totally off of social media, so you could do whatever, and I wouldn't know anything about mm. it. So mm. Okay. Mm. Well, that is Jack Baby, the influencer. Now for the uh, the third mic here, Maddie C., would you love to get – we'd love to hear your introduction. Well, I'm Maddie C., Taurus, love short walks on the beach. Uh, call yourself a Taurus right away. Yeah. What's a Taurus? Like a Ford Taurus? Yeah. Nice. The OG Ford Taurus. Nice. Um, the only original roommate from episode one. That's true. Outside of your co-host mm. in the house. So, yeah. been here since day one. Right. Still here. 
was the, gonna be here for a while. He's actually for the people that don't know, Maddie C is our scout director. He goes out and looks for new locations whenever right. we're ready to expand yep. and maybe explore more space for the back pocket. And we send him out. He does recon. He does it phenomenally well. I mean, he is out and about throughout all of the Twin Cities, coming back with a lot of reports. And uh, he originally grabbed the mansion where we hosted the Washington Den. And now we're here in the war room. And, you know, courtesy of uh, Matt, Matt Christensen's work, laying, laying the foundation. The groundwork. Laying brickwork. Important. He's a foundation. Yeah, we got real estate. Did we, can we circle back to our uh, insurance guy? We forgot that. Jack Burke, insurance Ooh. guy. Yeah, that title was given to me by Chad Greenway. Yes, That's right. Chad Greenway, insurance guy. Yeah, I had a meeting downtown, so I stayed. I worked from home in the morning, and I was, like, wearing a suit. <laughs> and Chad Greenway comes in here. He's, he's, like, just, he's literally the insurance guy. Look at that. <laughs> he's just sitting here in the in the war room before work, working on his laptop, like prepping for work. And Chad Greenway walks in, and we like introduce Jack as the insurance guy. And Chad goes, "Oh, oh he is the insurance guy." <laughs> uh, beautiful. That was electric. All right. Well, why don't you give yourself an, a little introduction, Andy? Right. Yeah, let's hear about you. Yeah, I'm all your average Andy. Find me on Twitter as average Andy, and uh, not a lot going on in my life. Um, you know, just your 160 pound, five ten, just <laughs> under five forty yard dash uh, human here. You know, not not getting his workouts in lately. I've been very lazy. Well, Alter sent me an email that I saying, "Hey, we need to get you need to get back. You need to get your ass in shape." And well, I was like, "All right, you're right." I love the accountability. Can I just point that out right now? Right. I love it. Thank so. you. Onward. And uh, I'm prepared to, you know, set my trajectory in the right direction after this conversation with with the roommates who are going to hold me accountable and push me in new in new realms. Like we do. Right. Like you do. Exactly. Decky. Bill Cheeseman. Do I get my intro? Yeah. What's up, dude? That's I mean, that, follow, no, follow no. suit, buddy. We've had four people do the exact <laughs> same Wait, thing. Uh, no, we're doing no, actually, no, we're forget about him. We're doing intros. Let me hit you with a real hard hitting question. What's up, dude? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. you know, give us a brief introduction of you know Deggy Brown. Maybe explain why you're wearing fake glasses right now, and explain to us why you know you're just looking the way you do. Yeah, you've been wearing those pants for <laughs> ten days straight. I have to be completely honest with you, and I have to be completely honest with your audience right now. Declan Brown has been wearing the same shorts. Please put yeah, get on camera. He's been wearing the same shorts for ten days. It's quarantine days. season. It's quarantine season. He's he's wearing it, work it. He's wearing he's wearing fake don't, glasses. Don't pull it tight. And that. Don't pull it that tight. <laughs> right. We don't he want has not worn underwear this whole time. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, well, that's going on the internet. So, but he's been wearing those pants for ten days straight, and he's been wearing fake glasses for a while now. And I thought that I feel like the world should know. Right. And you know, for the visual for the visual representation they got that. And now the audio representation, Matt, you did a tremendous job. But you know, just showing us who Deck is. Hmm. Beautiful. Well, 
So, so what's up, dude? So back to the hard-hitting question. What's up? Dude, I've done it like 10 times. You could have just asked me. You just push the play button and move the camera. It's pretty easy. <laughs> it seems like you're panicking over there. I don't believe you. We're live streaming now, but the best part is I know I now know how to do it, but I'm glad we have someone hired. I feel so bad for anyone listening to this. And why is that, Jack? We haven't talked about anything. That's kind of what we do all the time, though. Yeah, I know. But someone is interested enough, they're bored enough to listen to us talk about nothing. It's quarantine season. What else are you going to do? Yeah, you're devaluing your actual contribution, dude. There's been things that have been said that are entertaining and value worth. Yes. And I'm glad that I all have you here today to, you know, talk about our interactions over the last, you know, I think we've been in quarantine for 12, 13 days. Uh, 10, probably 10 days. Okay. I'm shooting high. It feels longer. I don't know. I don't. I lost count. The insurance guys lost count. We're we're falling off the rails. When the insurance guy loses, two count, work we're all weeks. Fucked. Two work weeks. Yeah. As of today. Right. So that's twelve days. That Could would be. be ten days. Two because work we, weeks. So we, five weekends days. Weekends though too. Weekends too. I don't give a shit anymore. Feeling fast. Feeling fierce. Do you want to go ahead and reintroduce ourselves now that we got ourselves kind of warmed up? No. Five, no, I'd rather four, not do that. Three, two, one, and here we are coming at you live from the war room in the back pocket podcast. Roommate special. Pretty good. Dude, you deliver. Pretty good. Carl really Malone, brother. Really, really All right. Do we want to talk about some COVID issues? Because you can't really skirt around the COVID issues these days, we right? We our whole podcast COVID now. Yeah. Yes. So would you guys like to go around and, and let's just talk a little bit about how the quarantine's been going for us because I feel like we've had a different experience than the majority of people because of the fact that we live with five people. Yeah, we also... Go ahead. I'm not going to say anything. Never mind. Jack, do you know this is a podcast? Like, you should say this. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's your one job. Don't incriminate yourself is rule number one in every situation. All right, but nothing's been against the law. Um, I'm going to be honest with the... We just haven't done the best job quarantining. <laughs> okay. We've we've tried really hard, and we've failed on most accounts in the quarantine. Um, we typically have three to four people over during the day sporadically, and that's an issue. How are we going to address it, guys? Hire a bouncer. <laughs> Everyone just look at Matt. Matt, we need I, a bouncer. We get, we get Steve over here. Well, Steve or BT. Steve died from COVID nineteen, and I thought that we should probably say that to the to the audience. I got to pee. Steve Harold died from COVID nineteen. Is that? Could you confirm that? Could you, Jamie? Could you check that? <laughs> could you check if Steve Harold died from COVID nineteen yet? Please check Steve Harold's health on Google for me, quick, because we haven't heard from him for a, for a while now. A few days. And I feel like it, it's he might have died from it, if I heard correctly. So, 
Yeah, Steve's our uh, our long lost friend. Mm-hmm. He's he's original producer of the podcast, and since then he's really gone off the deep end. And uh, now we're really concerned about him. Yeah, but he went and got a girlfriend. Shout out to for front line. She's the best. We love her, and she's on the front line. And I feel so bad for her in this time because of Steve's right, of Steve's course. death. So, well, he's still alive, but we love him. Steve is still alive. Okay, good to hear. Are you referring to like maybe a friend, the friendship you have with Steve? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm just checking because like I wasn't sure, and uh, just seemed kind of odd to me. But you seem like you got your head on straight. Like everything's looking good in your court. Um, yeah. Congrats, man. What have been your? Because Declan, you're not even really in quarantine these days. I've been curious because your experience is much more is much different than the rest of our experience. Right, Declan's been on site for yes. this whole quarantine for yep. his work. Like he has to do work at the airport. Yeah, and that's shocking because I'm afraid he's bringing you know uh, Corona back to us or Ebola, one of the two for sure. And you know I'm not squaring up on Ebola. <laughs> I mean, we'll square up I, on uh, Corona. Like, we, I'm not going there, but I'll take Corona. I'm not taking, but I ain't taking Ebola. Ebola's definitely making a comeback, and I feel like it's probably we haven't done enough talking. We about haven't Ebola. done enough talking about Ebola. It's definitely around still. It went away really quickly, but but Decky, we've had because just a we we've all been working uh, as a house from home. Obviously, as I'm sure most of you have that's listening to this. Um, the four of us, Andrew, Matt, Jack, and I have been working from home, but Declan has been going in every day. So he's had a very different experience. Deck, do you really even feel like you're in quarantine these days? I, yeah, I definitely don't feel like I'm in quarantine. Um, it's definitely been an interesting experience. The, uh, the interesting thing about all of it, though, is like I just become so much more thankful now. Like I'm just actually stoked that I'm going to work. And not to say that I didn't like my work before, but, like, I go walk outside when it's 50 degrees for the first time, like, damn it, thank God, like, I'm just kind of living my normal life, but at the same time, like, kind of recognizing, like, really what's going on here, and it's, it's just fascinating, honestly, I'm, and again, you had already alluded to, like, having four other guys to live with in this house that I'm, like, genuinely good friends with, like, honestly, it's been so fun, honestly, it's been I'm, I'm loving the dream over here, fellas. But, to your point, it is weird seeing all the different, like, we, I kind of talked about it yesterday, like, the lines that are drawn. Right. In terms of, like, a joke. Like, you can't make a joke about, like... <laughs> you can't make a place. COVID joke. Jack, you brought you brought up this point earlier. You want to elaborate? It's too soon. Why? Well, yeah, what, it's not what's too soon? You definitely can make a joke. Like, you can do whatever you want. But... I feel like we're too soon in the process to know uh, how big of an impact this is going to have on each of our individual lives. So I was just saying, like, personally, I don't want to joke about it quite yet because, like, I don't want to joke about it and then someone I know ends up dying from it or I end up getting fired because of it or, I don't know, any random example you can think of. I think everyone's going to be impacted. Well, everyone has been impacted 
in some way or another. And fortunately for us five, so far, it really hasn't made a huge difference in each of our lives. Well, we were kind of talking earlier today, like the age range of 23, you're kind of skating by with some reason you should feel guilty. But in reality, like 23 is the best age range, 23, 24, like recent graduates are in the best spot because no family, no kids. No weddings or anything coming in to play. Already have jobs. School's, Already have school's jobs. Done. School's done. Right? The, the people with they're going for internships and stuff, like new hires, yeah. that is coming to a complete halt. So, and then like, not to mention the senior second semester seniors don't have graduation ceremonies anymore. Yeah. As much as that sucks, there's just like the idea of that being canceled. Fucking is miserable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I would say for like most of us, like the best time we had as a group was the post-graduation celebration like you're done you have no f's to give like celebrate all the families were together and all of our families get along really well so like for us like for to not for all people to not have that opportunity absolutely sucks especially that last semester everyone when you know all your friends have jobs already you really don't give a shit like whatever you do in that last semester doesn't matter unless you you know, you just got to slide by. It's a glorified free-for-all pretty much. Right, and that gets kind of taken away. So I, I definitely feel for that. Like, we're already old as shit, so we don't really feel the biggest impact of it. Like, well, we've been we're working for... we're not old at all, right? We're not old at all. Yeah. But also, we also are, are established in whatever we're doing. So you... you, you we're know, not getting fired because yeah. we've been in our jobs now for two years. Yes. So you have the safety of that mixed with the fact that the health aspect of you're not in immediate danger personally it's crazy right? i'm just saying so we should like, something could happen and no one know, like you never know what's going to happen no you don't but also i feel like we should admit this that i'm actually immune to the covid <laughs> and and you let us know that pretty early on and i let you know i let the people in my life know about it early on and is there a way to become immune to covid not for you right so um you know it's not a thing i like to talk about a lot um you know it's kind of a personal thing it's just one of those things that you don't really you know you're not gonna break it out in first conversations with people but yeah um i'm just gonna say it to the world now i i am immune to covid um and it's and it's and it's just it's really just based off a hunch you know, <laughs> it's not based off any sort of science, but I just kind of have this feeling and I've always been a person that goes with my gut that, um, you know, I'm, I, I feel like if I were to be exposed to it, that there's something in me that's immune to it. And I feel like my blood could possibly be used for some sort of medicine in the future. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, sp- I'm not going to spill all of those details right now, but in the, there, there could be some things to come that have to do with my blood. Mm, of course. Um, and again, you do they, what you do. It's based off a hunch, right. but it's it's a good hunch. Um, you do, I feel you like, do. I feel like I'm immune to COVID, and um, it's kind of a cur- it's a blessing and it's a curse, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you know <laughs> I don't get to share in everyone's, um, you know, everyone's. It's like you see communities coming together. In this sort of, you know, um, in time this, of strife. Yes, in this in this communal anxiety about what's going to happen, 
The lack and, of predictability. And I'm cursed with this knowledge that nothing is going to happen, right? So I have this curse that, like, yes, I know how this is kind of all going to end up for me personally. Um, but so I don't, I don't necessarily get to share in all of the experiences that everyone is feeling and everyone gets to go through and tell their kids about because I just have to tell my kids I was never in any danger, which is... I think we all feel that way. Which is an issue. Which is the scary... To me, that's the scary part. We all feel... It's just like... Yeah, whatever. I don't know if I speak for everyone or not, but I think, like... You were saying that jokingly, but it's just like, yeah, coronavirus is going on, like... Practice social distancing. Well, none of us are scared about it getting it ourselves. It's the matter of like passing it along to someone else that could be impacted. Amen. Negatively, I guess. Um, so whether it be that be like the elderly population, the more susceptible to immune diseases, anything like that, that's more of where our frustration or where he comes from is giving it to somebody else because we may not show symptoms for a couple weeks at a time. Right. And, and you're still at this, at this point in time, you know, like we mentioned day 12 of quarantine, we're still uh, operating as if we're a WeWork uh, uh, for General Mills. Is that correct? Can you confirm or deny that? Confirmed. Right. We, we are, we are housing all General Mill employees. And our nice, uh, we have uh, a living living arrangement on our first floor where you could stay six feet away with in practice social distancing. We have plenty of sanitation zones, uh, but we also operate as a WeWork, and Maddie C will be leading that uh, that operation. And yep. if you want to watch New Girl, it's on, it's on. all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time in our basement. You guys are live streaming New Girl at our house for any. If you're General Mills boy and you want to watch New Girl, come on over. And you haven't heard about our house yet. You're doing something uh, wrong. Yeah, you're missing out because uh, it's happening. It's a big deal. Jack, that was a terrible pitch, by the way. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you're it's, making a happening. Pitch, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening, folks. It's happening. Jack Berg here and uh, New Girl. New Girl. General Bills, it's happening. You know. I'm the the biggest thing I'm a little bit curious about is how I'm gonna feel about you guys in the next coming weeks here, because like I've been you know we've lived together coming up on two years now. I'm kind of getting you know it's not like you we we don't have that NRE right that we don't have any more new relationship energy right we're not we're not in the honeymoon phase we're in the we're in the fucking grind it out I gotta. <laughs> I know who this person is, and I have to fucking deal with Declan, right? We're in that phase, right? Right? We're in that phase where we know who Declan is, and now we have to just accept him for who he is. And so we're all, and and now, put on to the added stress of having to see him more is going to be really difficult for all of us moving forward. Right? We don't have it, to see him more, though. That's a good point. Um, But, like, we still have to operate as if, you know... Declan, we have to, you know, give him the fine line of discipline and encouragement. Yes. And and that's what it really boils down to. And I and I worry sometimes that we offer too much encouragement. Yes. He needs more discipline. Are you guys being real? <laughs> what the hell? It's like 
notice I was just going to talk and then I went to go get the thing. That's pretty shitty of me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you were about to deliver. I felt hey, give me, I, was give about, me the I was about to deliver and then one sec. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, get, let me, let me get a sound check. Sorry, podcasters. Sorry. Um, Sorry, podcasters. We're getting drunk here because that's what you do when you're in quarantine, Turn right? Turn the mic around just a little bit so that it's... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, there you go. See that's that's the only, that's the thing you do when you're quarantined. You get drunk. But going back to the original question, let me sit cross-legged like a chimpanzee. Right here, I'll um, Yeah, please. Um, so the the issue that we've had, and I'd like to bring this up to the public because this has since now been private in our lives, and I'd like to just you know let's let's break the internet with it. We're tr- we're training Declan currently. We're in the midst of training Declan. And it's not been going super great. And the issue we're having is the battle between encouragement and discipline, right? So when he leaves the oven on, right? When he leaves the oven on. For the sixth or seventh time. For the sixth or seventh time. In the last month. In the last month, right? So, like, what, what, do, you, what do you do when he just keep, when he, when he simply can't understand the fact that the oven needs to be turned off after you use it, Right. So that's an issue. Like we, we, we rub his belly, we pat his back, yes. we tell him he's a good kid. He's a good boy. He's, he's a, a good, very good boy. You're a good boy. Yeah. But when the oven's left on for the sixth or seventh time of in the last month, it's time to realize that we need to sit down and incorporate a little more discipline. Yes. Yeah. It's like when you go to parent teacher conferences and you realize that the kid you've been just encouraging your whole life is, is kind of a, is 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 doesn't know how to color in between the lines right and we're in eighth grade now which does that is hit an home issue. or is it like a what so does that hit, does that hit home with you like it hit, your your parents it, you what's, what's what's the relation there like very specific example is that yes. something that you've experienced yourself is that more of a mick what, who, where's that where's the line there the, the line there is that um i actually raised myself <laughs> right so we know that and the audience knows that right so i was you know I don't want to You're get into I don't want to right. get into too many details of it, but we'll keep it short winded. Yeah, you can read my you can read my autobiography. I think but it's in your Instagram back to bio, Declan. Right? It's in my Instagram bio, the entire thing, and in my Tinder profile. So just keep swiping, and you'll <laughs> find it. But, um, so just keep. Hey, but, can I call a timeout? Yeah. yeah go ahead. Ahead. How do you What's listen to this podcast live? It's not live, currently. It's on YouTube. Yeah. YouTube, Instagram. Who who's the sorry motherfucker who's listening? It's to uh, at, yeah, at Declan Brown. Us so short, dude. Yeah, you keep selling us incredibly short. But we sound great. Yeah, I think the audio is really good. Oh man, Jack, good pause, dude. That was a good interruption. You know, well worth it. And um, you're so like trying not to be pissed, but you're totally pissed. <laughs> you think I'm pissed right now? Exa- exaggerate or elaborate that's the word brother or exaggerate it <laughs> let's detail the story no. in your direction let's you're gonna tell a story exaggerate it go ahead <laughs> Continue to exaggerate. Conti- exaggerate it anything that andrew's done please turn it up to yeah. 10 to, on to the 10. exaggeration turn a snare up, turn a snare up. yeah yeah turn my fall turn, turn a snare up in his head snare drum yeah well we should we yeah 
I mean, as as a house, yeah, as a house, as a house, we've been thriving in quarantine. Yeah, I mean, up we, to we, this ju- point. we just recently signed well. our lease for the to extend for a third year. A third year. So doing that prior to this settlement of yep. Corona, we really were like, all right, we're in it for another year. We got to have at least a mindset of you know getting along with each other. Because you're right, Matt Heron, we have surpassed the honeymoon stage. Yes. Oh, so quickly. Yeah. We are in the, oh, I know you way too well. I see you shit. I see you operate. Mm-hmm. I know your thoughts. Dude. I yeah. see you shit. Yeah. I know I know whether you shit sitting down or standing up, front <laughs> to back or back to front. I know how it goes. I know if you go bidet white, white bidet, just bidet, just white. I just know white. you. Or do you go bidet to shower? We, don't, we know those things. We know those we things. We keep tracks on those things. We keep tabs. We keep tabs. I mean, we've been doing it for two years now. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't use the bidet before quarantine. Well, that's and that's been an issue that we were trying to bring up to you, right? I also never pooped here before quarantine. Yes, that's also an issue. I, you poop I like literally you, clog the toilet every time I poop. Well, Matt, yes, thank you. What'd you bring up here? Matt brought snacks. Everyone, there we go. Jacks, Scotcheroos. If you do grab some of that, just don't chew into the mic. Push the mic far away. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. So one person. Yeah, go ahead, dude. You haven't really been contributing in general, but go ahead. I don't know what's so tough over there, but... Yeah. <laughs> we, we all can come to a conclusion that Deck has not put forth any work. All right, Deck, here's what's going to happen. You're going to go to the bathroom, and we're just going to kind of talk about the things that you do that bugs us, okay? <laughs> uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. Anyhow. Anyhow. Anyhow, whilst you're on the ping pong chew... Can we all talk about Jack Berg meeting uh, Mike Dicka and how he introduced himself? I didn't hear that story. Coach Mike Ooh. Dicka of the Chicago Bears. No. Earlier tonight. Wait, what? Circa. Pull the mic a little closer. Circa, I don't know, 2010? I'm saying 2005 to like 2008. 2005. How old were we in 2005? You were nine. Nine. Let's go 2008. Yeah, it was closer to 2008. Right, right around the Great Fall. Um, 2009, yeah. we were what? We were about 12. Like It was a great recession era, for sure. I don't know if that math checks out. But... Um, 13? 96. I think in terms of grade, I don't know if anyone can relate to me on this. I think in terms of grade. Right. You, uh, as yeah. opposed what grade to like, were you in, brother? I was like around 7th or 8th grade. It was middle school. You time. were a middle schooler. All right. Um, Jack Burke, the middle schooler. Yeah. Kicking and Screaming, the movie, was I, two or three years old. What am I doing wrong? Pass, Just, no, pass the Scotch Roos. Oh, okay. Just, like, eat it away from your mouth. And uh, there's... If anyone's not familiar, Mike Ditko's in the movie, Kicking and Screaming. It's a great movie. Go watch it. And there's a famous line in the movie where the two... There's two uh, lesbian moms who... Um, they mother the child of, or the child is being coached by Mike Dicka in grade school soccer. And <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> He's just taking some some snaps of the podcast, dude. Continue your. Story. And so, like, Mike Dicka is their child's coach, yes. and there's a scene in the movie where they. 
they see him out and about and they go get his autograph and their child's name is Byung Sung. And, and it's part of Talladega. It's part of kicking and screaming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they go and get his autograph because they're too nervous to do it normally, like during a soccer game. And so they get his autograph and they were like, oh, we're Beyonce's son's moms. And <laughs> when I met Mike Ditka, like three years, within three years of the movie airing, I, I said... Jokingly to be to Mike Dicka, I was like, "Oh, make that out to be Sung, please," and he just had no idea <laughs> what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, like he was like, "What? What's your name?" I was like, "Uh, Jack." And that so, was it. And that's the story. <laughs> you, you went from Beyonce song. And now I have a. And now I have a picture with Mike Dicka flipping me off in my childhood bedroom, saying, "Jack, you're number one." Beautiful. And that's and that's the story. <laughs> your number. Now I'm gonna eat this. What? All right. Well, Dak, how'd your pee go, dude? Good, man. It's real good. It's great. Actually. Was it one of those pieces that made you shiver? No, it didn't make me shiver. Deck, can we can we talk about when you're gonna put on a different pair of pants? Cause the cause the whole I I feel like the whole audience has been wondering, right? They've been wondering for a few days now, right? You've done some TikToks. We've all seen them. <laughs> Everyone's seen them. Um, when are you gonna the, the 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 fans are asking you, when are you gonna put on a new pair of pants? I feel like it is a bigger deal. Sanitary things to wear, and you're and you're hyperbolizing, should I say, my pants? And I, I just don't know. If hey, I'm Declan, can you give me the definition of hyper hyperbolizing? I don't know it. Over exaggerating. Okay, thank you. That's a pretty good definition. Um, but do you do you not have any other pair of pants? And, and do you not want to look presentable? Yeah. And why are there why well, why those pants in in replacement of any of the other shorts that you own in your life? I'd like to know your your thought process behind it because it seems like wearing the same pants every in those single exact pants in those exact pants every single day, but then washing them multiple times and and good for you for washing them multiple times, but but doesn't it seem like an easier thing to just wear a different pair of pants? <laughs> now that you say it, yeah, a little bit. All right, so so but it's just like I'm a, I'm not a like a by no means am I a guy that's like keeping his room clean. So when I come in, the first thing on the ground are the pants that I wore yesterday, which are usually these Thailand pants. Which, by the way, why do I wear them? You asked that earlier. Yeah, they're so very comfortable. Okay. Very comfortable. They're not more comfortable than any other shorts, though, right? And you know that, though, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so now you've just admitted to the fact that you wear the same pants multiple days in a row because you see them on your floor, and that doesn't seem like an issue to you? No, not really. I'll, I, I think it's not the biggest deal in the world. Because it's like I'm wearing them 
three times a week. Three times a week? And you don't think that that's an issue. Three times a week. You just said that as a as an explanation to why you're not disgusting. And it came off the exact opposite to me. And I wash them? I guess. That's totally fine. All right. In my books. All right, um, we can get we can get off your pants if you really if you want to. We can definitely get off your pants. I but I just thought that the audience should know who they're listening to. Right. Right, which is a guy who what? In Thailand, and 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 it's not either or; it's one or the other. It's the Thailand pants, uh-huh. and it's every single day, right. without underwear. Yep. And I just like everyone to know that. Hey, hey, no, I have underwear. Okay. Well, you don't. Anywho, anywho, where the, the Scotch Roos go? I have them. You want one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have them. He's hoarding them. He's got them on, on his, his pants. There's about to be so much corona on this. My family asked me, how do we watch the podcast? How do we watch it? I said YouTube. YouTube. So now what, guys? Let me take a quick breathing break. <laughs> I have said that a lot. Jack, what has been the, your favorite thing to do to fill your? Um, I haven't I haven't done anything new. So, what has been your favorite thing to do to kill time or to use your time that's not necessarily for work since yeah. you've been at home? I literally haven't, like, any leisurely activity that I've done hasn't been something I didn't do before. You know what I mean? What were you doing before, though? Like, what activities were you leisurely doing pre... Yeah, you've been doing more. I have, like, five daily goals that I try to get done every day. I don't know if it's five. It's around five. I try to pray every day. I try to um, exercise every day. I try to play guitar every day, and I try to read every day, four. So, that's pretty much, I guess, outside of that, I've been going for walks, which is something I didn't do, but could also be counted as exercise, so, I don't know. Um, And then we watched The Outsider, so those two things are the only... Uh, new thing in the last two weeks. Yo, don't sell yourself and, short, dude. Those are that's a good amount of things, man. And it, and I'm it's, not selling and myself it, short. I'm just saying, I'm answering your question. It's not an aspect of um what you're doing new. It's a difference in how much of the those different things that you wanted to get done every day you're doing each day. So, like, that's what I'm finding in my life, right? Like, I work in Woodbury. So I drive a minimum of, you know, 40, probably 40 minutes a day. So what I find is that when I, you know, if I roll out of bed at seven o'clock, seven 30, I'm working by 
you know, 10 minutes later, as opposed to getting ready, getting dressed, eating breakfast, and then driving to work and getting there at eight o'clock and feeling like I've already been awake for an hour and a half. Like I'm, I'm working more without doing more, right? There's just, there's less, there's when I'm, when I'm quarantined, there's less of like just the, the, uh, intermediate interactions in my life, right? Where I'm just like going and picking up shit or I'm going and driving or I'm going and getting, I'm getting dressed for a specific occasion or I'm, you know, wetting my hair down or whatever. You're cutting out some bullshit. I'm cutting out a lot of bullshit. You know, I, 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 I can roll over out of bed, take a 10 minute shower and, and be in my office, quote unquote, 10 minutes later. And then I can work for the same amount of time that I typically work. And then, but, you know, even when I'm at work, so like I can, I I can only work for, if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm grinding through work, you know, every, every two hours, maybe I I, I have to stand up and go do, you know, I got to walk and go do something different. Stay active. Right. So if I don't have a meeting, I'll, I'll, I'll go and I'll walk the floor. I'll just talk some bullshit with some technicians or I'll find a PM and we'll just talk about whatever or I'll or I'll go at or I'll go up to another machine, I'll ask another engineer about his machine, about different aspects of the machine just because I don't want to I don't want to sit for 3 hours in a row doing a one specific task. So now, you know, that aspect which which I like that aspect of my work, so I'm losing I'm losing that part. That's just filled with the minutia of maintaining my daily existence like laundry or you know whatever or 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 making my bed or folding my laundry so all those things were like maintenance stuff maintenance stuff so like i i you know typically i get home after i work out after work i i usually get home at eight o'clock that that that's only a thing that I, i i can only do one load of like I have to plan my day around what day I want to do laundry typically you know I gotta be like oh I gotta be home at this time so I can get my laundry done that that sort of thing is completely out of my life now you know it's just like whenever I need to do laundry laundry's done Even like yeah. to the laundry's, sense of like cooking food laundry cooking, laundry cooking is food. the best part about working from home for sure yeah in my opinion I despise laundry well you're also not going through uh, as many clothes yeah, if going back to making Especially fun of Declan for Declan wearing Brown. the same clothes, I've worn the same clothes. I've done the same thing he's doing, just because it's like <laughs> I have nowhere to be. I'm gonna put the same clothes on. Exactly. No one to impress. Not that I care about impressing people, anyways. But normally, I try to look nice at work, and I'll wear like I've yeah. literally wore the same thing every day this week. But it's awesome because I can just, oh, I want to take a break from work. I'll go do laundry. There's also an interesting aspect about what's going on with, with corporate America right now where it's, there, there's so many more jobs um, that can be done remotely than have ever been like considered. Like even my job, you know, my job, I'm an engineer. I, I can do... You know, there's probably 20 to 25% of my job that I do a little bit less efficiently when I'm at home. You know, I'm looking at machine, I, I work in automation. 
There's there's machines that I can go look at that I could do a little more efficiently when I'm in. But 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 the majority of my job I can do remotely, um, or just doing it with calls and and stuff like that. And so and I feel like a lot of people are running into the fact that they can do their job remotely where they're being demanded to come in from a nine to five totally. every single week. And it's probably scares corporate America because they're realizing like all these employees can operate at home and now they have all this rented space or they own the property and they're like, what, why do I actually need this? Right. Why do we need to keep building up? It's ridiculous. From day one of my job, I questioned, I was like, oh, half of my team is never here. Why am I here? You know what I mean? Which I guess it it made sense. And, you know, you want to build rapport with people and you want to get in and make yourself known. and Camaraderie. Yes. Building for a common cause. Which, which totally, and I yes. think everyone is missing that right now. Everyone across the corporate world is missing their friendships with their colleagues. However, corporate America... All they're concerned about is the bottom line. And coming out of this, I would say more people than not are going to be uh, working from home. Remote workers. Yeah. Or you'll start seeing it evolving to that state, right? Yeah. No, like, it, uh, it's part-time. It, like, we're, I mean, we're already capable of it. It's just no one is doing it. Not no one, but most companies aren't doing it yet. Like I even talked to my 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 dad earlier today. My dad's an account manager. He works in sales, uh, technical sales. Turn your mic just a little bit. Um, he works in technical sales, and uh, and he was even t- he was telling me today he was like he was like you know even even if everything goes back a hundred percent to normal, for me I don't feel like I'll ever I might never go back to an office. You know he has an office in in a specific building but he's he's an account manager so he's always traveling between he doesn't have any allegiance to any division or any any specific location he's and he he told me he goes you know when you actually put an office in a specific location then you 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 tend to favor that location if you're working you know because it's just you kind of you build a bias if you will yes you build you build a bias and just because you're seeing even if you have your projects split up completely evenly be- between five different facilities. If you're at a specific facility, then you're you're just going to be automatically biased towards that. So he was he was saying to me, you know, you know, he's reaching the point of retirement, but he was like, and he's a lot higher in his profession than I am, obviously. And he was like, I might I might never go back to work. I'm working better now, now that I've been forced to work remote. Right. So it w- it wasn't that he was like, oh, I think I can do my job better remote. I'm going to I'm going to try doing that. No, he got forced to doing what he does every day remotely. And now he's learning that that's actually a better outcome for his actual role in the job where he where he's playing outside to me. I don't think I'll ever go back. Right. I'll never go back to an office, to a fucking a desk in a specific building. I do what I do at home. I'll travel where I have to go when I have to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't do that now, but there's no reason for him to not be working at home regularly. I think this is going to bring a lot of changes as far as that goes. That's what I'm most excited about is the ramp, like the after effects of all of this, because the system has been put into, uh, it, it's been cracked. 
there's been there you can see flaws in the system but you can also see how like there's been flourishes in the way we can communicate and actually implement things and rules and regulations but at the same time like the structure of what we were doing that's cracked and i'm so interested to see we are literally on the in the generation in the year of like we will see the changes from this to like like the lifetime change of this event and i think that is the coolest thing yeah I agree. That's uh, like what I was, what I was, and still am most excited about of the coronavirus is like the businesses that are that are going to come out of this. Because every like bad thing that happens in, happens in the world, like a business always thrives from it. From the the extreme of a negative, or an comes, industry, yes. From the ex- extreme of a negative comes an extreme of a positive. And we'll see what that is. It, will the healthcare system become more efficient? Um, you already you're you are already seeing like telehealth being implemented in certain industry and in, in certain uh, co- organizations right now, yeah. which is cool to see. What were you gonna say, Matt? I was gonna say like we will joke about like people journaling or doing video vlogs and all that, but like, is there anything of value right now to commemorate and? to remember the time that we're in now because growing up in civics or whatever you do for history like in middle school high school college like you always hear about these different events like oh i I probably won't be ever really be in that situation so like i don't have to worry about it we're living it now and we may joke about people journaling or doing vlogs or whatever but like is there value and do you guys see yourself trying to do something that allows you to look back at the memories that you're having while in this time of change. Totally. I think so. And I think just take it a step further. People are looking at like the capturing of content, like what's going on right now. If you want to call it content, whenever you want to fucking call it, doesn't matter. But the actual idea of capturing the now is what people actually, is what people are seeking to see, to see. Not many people are going back to look at what they saw happen years from years ago, but people are looking to capture what's going on now. So it's really interesting to see that from a consumer standpoint and, and people putting that out there and wanting to like show what's going on in their day to day. And that's what like we all have the opportunity to contribute. Go, like going back to the whiteboard thing. It it's not just a matter of like boredom the reason i like to read that stuff that i'm making myself sound like an idiot but i'm not only mad at you guys for putting that whiteboard up because i like to read that stuff out of curiosity i i'm mad because that's literal history you just covered up and just thought nothing of and it's like that's freaking awesome like that's a real piece of history that I can just go back and get whenever I want. You know what I want? You know what I mean? But and that's same- like, well, what you're alluding to, I think journaling or podcasting or whatever it might be, a long time from now is not interesting as it might be to us. I think someone is going to be very interested and what's going on today. Right, like even you you know, you see you see the headline Allies forced back by Nazis on those 
newspapers over there and it's like you know the the documentary of it is interesting and the and just the fact that it's a piece of history is interesting that it's in the house but it's also the fact that we're living in an era where we you know the 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 people who are most affected by something like that back then are the people who are our age you know that's maybe even younger than us at that time 70 years ago and it's and that's why it's so interesting to see you know you read journals or you read you watch documentaries about that time and that's why it's you know it's so interesting not not to even compare it now because we're all huge pussies compared to what they were doing at that time right like what they actually had to commit themselves to totally they didn't just have to commit themselves to staying in their house and and watching you know documentaries as a as a friend group like and having constant access yeah. to technology that knowledge of what's going on in yeah. the current yeah. now they are going through complete stress they're fighting a war for their country right and as a as an at an age group that you don't even necessarily know what you're doing that for not that i yeah. have any sort of fucking knowledge about but circling back like would we be talking about these newspapers in this podcast right now if they didn't cover that up with a whiteboard? Probably not. Like, we wouldn't dive into that conversation as much. We wouldn't dive into the lifestyle of the people at the time and try to dig further because it's something that we as a group have seen. But people that listen to this podcast, people that maybe like come to this house and like do a house tour, whatever it may be, that's like something that we'll highlight and reflect on and have people think about but like outside of that 30 second interaction do you ever ever think about it generally no 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 right no so like you have to be like studying that subject yeah as frustrating as it could be to see that going up we've just had a 10 minute conversation maybe not 10 minutes but a conversation about i'll say it for the fourth time allies getting pushed back by the nazis like a newspaper headline from 80 years ago so like there's not always bad in, in covering up some sort of history, but like the idea of seeking out more of what is there, what the content is and stirring up the conversation 80 years from now, what will people do for podcasting, for vlogs, for journals? What will be the thing that gets the conversation going again? We'll have no idea. I'm sure they weren't thinking 80 years ago, it's going to be a whiteboard in someone's attic, but it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that's those are the things that I think about. That are like, that's gonna be cool. I probably won't be there, but like, just like the hope and optimism that like it won't just be our generation or our twenty three, twenty four year olds that are thinking about it, but people many, many years from now looking back at it, pulling up a YouTube live video of five dudes just that are roommates being like. This is kind of weird. They have a coronavirus trifold in the background. What's that about? You know, different things like that. So, yeah. It's incredible that we, like, we have an ability to leave a stamp on history. And whether it's a headline, and that's what people may be grasping, right? Like, that's what we keep bringing back, the uh, right. the representation, allied forces backed by Nazis. That's We keep mentioning that headline because we see it vibrantly in behind our whiteboard that we've shown to every person that's walked into this house. Yeah. We can leave a headline. Will people seek headlines? Is that all they want? I don't know. Does, does it matter? No. But you have right. an opportunity to leave a stamp, and that's yeah. that's pretty powerful. 
It would probably be like the title of the video. Or, or, or even to just be part of a stamp, right? It's not that you individually leave a stamp. It's that you're, you're a part of a stamp, right? Right. Because it's definitely like, you know, there was no individual people mentioned in that stamp. Mm-hmm. But, but the fact that, but if you meet a person who is involved with that stamp, you're very interested in them. Well, yes. that's what I, I hold the belief, and I think this is pretty wildly, like, or widely accepted is like first person narratives are always like the most um, important and play the biggest part in history because people want to grasp right. a first person narrative. Yeah, like there's there's stories and then there's the story <laughs> like there's the story of the coronavirus, the big giant story but Overarching then there's, but then there's andrew and sarah's experience in the in the lockdown there's jonah stillman's experience of having corona at 20 yeah. years old yeah. yeah if we can capture someone who's severely affected by this whether they're like an elderly someone that's overcome the situation like those are the stories that people are going to create and also being one of the just going back to jonah being one of the first people to get you know there's there's a there's a different experience that you have as someone who gets it in four weeks when let's say 30 percent of people are infected by it there's a difference between that experience and being jonah who is the 21st yeah the 21st minnesota. in minnesota to get it that that that's a, that's a completely different experience um just as it is being the the you know the just as the experience of like being the first one into anything is different than being the middle one into anything. Exactly. Yo, how much do you think, uh, how much do you enjoy, I'll ask it this way, how much do you enjoy breaking down these things from a, uh, from a vague standpoint, from a standpoint where we're kind of like going around it from the perspective very outwardly, right? Like that, like people are craving podcasts where their perspective is drawn out. But at the same time, you can get lost in like how broad you're describing things. How much do you enjoy doing this? I, 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 you know, it's always fun to talk generally about subjects that you're involved in. But it also there there is an aspect of it that makes me feel a little bit like um, weird about talking about things generally because. You, you know me. If there's one thing that Declan and Andrew know about me is that I hate vagueness. I don't like vague statements. And, and I don't like being like people making just vague statements about, you know, um, kind of uh, like like clickbaity sort of statements. T- if you will, touchy feely, you know, touchy feely. And, and you're you're gl- you're glossing over the surface. Yes. And, and you're just doing it to sound like quasi inspirational inspirational about any given subject but um but and the other and the other part of um the guilt comes from the fact that we're we're five people in a in a room that generally don't know shit about actually what's going on right not none of us are scientists or work for the CDC and we're just the only the only experts we are, are are experts on our own experience, and so that's you know if I if I ever deviate from what I'm in if we're ever talking about this and I deviate from anything that is just my own experience of it, then just fucking 
mute it out because it, I, I don't think that that's important to anyone, you know, like who's not a, you know, if you're not working on the front, like we know a nurse, a friend of ours, Lexi, shout out Lexi. Shout out Lexi. Shout out the front line. Shout out the front line. Like that, 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 and we, we were in a text group the other day and we, and she, you know, she just texted us a couple like little like statistics or experiences that she had about it. And that was like the, probably the most interesting text I got all week right. because the only thing that I know about is just my bullshit experience of the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just an average person. Like we're all average people, and that's like our contribution. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just average. I, I, I'm not working on these front lines. I'm not doing, you know, I work in medical advice, but I'm not doing jack shit to actually fight the COVID or know or my job isn't to know anything about it. So the only thing that I'm talking about is my experience on it. And so I, I kind of feel even guilty talking about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and that's very valid. And that goes back to what you were talking about, Matt, right? You're, you're going through like the podcasting and the vlogs and the journaling like that sometimes is a, an area where people don't want to dive into because they feel like they're not aggressively attacking what they truly want and what they truly should be talking about. They feel like it's something where you're putting on a front or you might just be scratching the surface and they're afraid of it. And people don't want to, they don't want to actually podcast or put out messaging because they're truly afraid of being themselves on these platforms. Yeah. And I'll say too, like a lot of people are like, Oh, I'll let somebody else write the narrative. I'll I'll let somebody else, tell the story of what's going on. I won't want to have it be a first person account. I'll just be okay with Rachel down the block telling her story, journaling about it. And you know, maybe she'll hit it big or people mm-hmm. will latch on or not. Like I don't need to, I don't, I don't want to journal because everyone else will journal. So like it's my, my opinions, my thoughts, my viewpoints aren't going to be, whether it be as important or different or we're all going through the same thing. Like, but we're not. We're that, not. That's yeah. the important thing. That's, yeah. that's the important thing. I would much more agree with you than I would with you. Not to say you're wrong, but like, think of, I'll say, the diary, the diary of Anne Frank, for example. How many diaries of Anne Franks were out there? You know what I mean? Yeah. I Only mean- one... One one girl decided to keep a diary and it got found and got published into a book. How many different experiences were there that weren't the same experience? Every single person is a different experience. Right. And not to say that any of our experiences are anywhere close to that experience, obviously. No, but, but I'm but just saying. Even Jenny down the block has a very different experience exactly. in the same situation than than we're having. Our experience is pretty much positive up to this point. You know, whenever this podcast gets released or in weeks after this podcast gets released, there might be, you know, just a caveat. There might be things that are much more serious in terms of this situation. But so far, our our experience of this has been generally okay. Yes. And our, we're telling our perspective from the story. Yeah. And this is all part of our journey. Mm-hmm. The coolest thing is we have the opportunity to, like, capture it and this might not be the defining moment in all five of our journey because there might not be a super significant moment but we have the opportunity to capture the now and see what we were thinking and that is the coolest thing like 20 years from now 
someone will find this and find that golden nugget that they were like, oh, sh- oh shit, these guys had a perspective that I didn't really like realize. Yeah, everyone died, and these guys were just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> fucking around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think like, the awareness or like awareness in general is so crucial because if you can be aware in the moment or shortly thereafter, you've got more perspective. Your information is going to be clear. You're going to have a better story to tell, a better perspective to give than looking back. 5, 10, 20 years from now, whatever it may be, but having the awareness now and wherewithal to identify, say what you want to say, and move forward at the current moment is going to be light years beyond anything else that anyone else is doing down the road. And that could be two weeks. That could be two years. I mean, good on the list. But at the end of the day, like, this podcast may not blow up, but somebody else a week from now that hears this may be the one that takes off, that blows up, that finds the awareness through our awareness and perspective to be able to tell what's going on during this quote unquote epidemic. Right. Or pandemic. So. Pandemic. Next subject. There isn't really a next Who? Who is the best bowler in the is house? Is the best bowler in the house? Well, if I'm the most experienced bowler of the house, if we can, if we can, but we're also not going to break out the, what that means because that's not a public announcement up to this point. We are Colfax Lanes. We are all professional bowlers in our own sense, right? And but but we're not. Everyone has their own form. Not, Everybody has their own spin. You know. Everyone has their own spin. Everyone has their own form, and you can take that how you, how you, uh, you take that how you take it. You know. But uh, yeah, man. F- five kids drunk in a in an attic during a pandemic. Yeah, Deck. Trying to. Not actually doing it, but trying to. Deck, I have a serious question right now. Why are you so sweaty? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he is so sweaty. Dude, you're very sweaty. What? (laughs) Oh, man. Are you on drugs again? Can you flip the camera your way, please? Flip it. You're soaking wet right now. Put the camera on yourself, please. Here, this one. Can I do this This one? This is a first person cam. There you go. We're going to put that on Deck and Braun right there. It's too dark over there. Yeah, get in the light. Give me the light. You look beautiful, though. Yeah. I just want to see Walk into the light, Deck. We'll get, we get you from a couple angles at this point in the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, here's, me, here's a video of me getting an angle of me. Yes. Uh, take a picture of yourself taking a picture of yourself. Of me getting a video of uh, myself getting a video. Yeah. I think this is a, a very fitting moment. And look how, if you can really see from the camera, I don't know how high def this is. I would guess it's pretty high def, but but Declan is incredibly sweaty right now, and I'd like the whole audience to know that. Jack, you brought up a really good point. Declan, what's going on? Why are you so sweaty? I'm not sweating. I have a lot of angles, but I'm okay. No, no, you, you're definitely you're, sweating. You're absolutely I'm not, sweating. I'm not sweating. I'm I can see the sweat on your forehead. <laughs> we're, we're absolutely hosting a phenomenal podcast right now. You're, you're sweating. <laughs> you're sweating. You have fake glasses on and a mustache. Could these you explain are, yourself? Blue light lenses. They're blue light lenses. 
aka fake glasses <laughs> and everybody fucking knows it dude you wear them and you wear them all when the you're time. not looking at screens declan wears those glasses when he goes out to the bar and i just want everyone to know that so that he looks smart <laughs> you're established i did it one time no you've done it my family wants to know if they can call in are they roommate? There's your answer, family. family. Sorry, family. There's just too many moving parts yeah, at this it's point. Just a lot of moving parts. We've already got five in hey, here. Matt, can yeah. you throw the camera, I would say, 15 degrees to the left? Oh, man. I cannot imagine what Declan's been capturing this whole time, but it's all right. I can't wait for Monday morning when he starts tagging me and all this shit on LinkedIn. Listen, we... (laughs) (laughs) Yo, can we all say LinkedIn has a voice? LinkedIn does have a voice, and we should talk about it. I think Declan uses LinkedIn smarter than anyone. Probably. Can I get you guys just... Can I get video content? LinkedIn is constant. Like, if you scroll on LinkedIn, it's, it's all the same bullshit of people, like... Sharing either something, an article their their company posted, or like something to make them look better professionally, and then it's Declan just being an absolute <laughs> idiot. Would you classify him as an idiot? Yes, yeah, hundred percent. I would. Idiot boy. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Well, he's he's a genius when it comes to LinkedIn because like marketing, he, sta- he stands out there. Yeah. Declan is the most but, savvy marketer. But hey, we what, should also talk but about when this. he tags me, I literally want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about this because we've shit on Declan a lot in this podcast. We should talk about his strengths. His strengths. Andrew, you want to start it off? I could, I could finish it up. Yeah. I, I, I think his LinkedIn is phenomenal. That's a great I think start. That's the smartest, uh, the smartest thing the Back Pocket Podcast does. And I, well, no. Because Declan always posts everything on his personal LinkedIn, which I don't think is smart. You guys should make a back pocket podcast LinkedIn. Personal opinion. Anyways, let's go around. Let's go around the room and talk. I think about it's still we, the smartest thing like you guys do. What, what we Thank think about Dad. each person's strengths. Yes. Um, I love this, Maddie C. Would you like to start and, and uh, vocalize our strengths? Like, what do you think our strengths are? Yeah, I'd love yeah, to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, go person to person. Let's hear it. Wait, podcast or individual? Individual. You can start with anyone. Our strengths. And then you can go through, you know, maybe an area of improvement. This is a good reflecting stage for us. I'm going to Declan's strengths. Here's what I have. Damn. Oh, those crickets? That's a soundbite. I love it. It's incredibly disrespectful, and I appreciate it. it. Okay, Declan's strengths. Well, we know where you stand in Matt's eyes, Declan. Declan's strengths, I would say his determination and grit to pursue whatever he's dedicated towards. Mm. Um, Whether that be comedy, podcasting, work, schooling, back when we were at university. Um, anything that he's set his mind to, that's been the priority, and he's done whatever he needs to, to not just like get by, but excel at it. That's um, very complimentary, and that's something that I've valid recognized and like want to try to pursue in my life. Sure, and that's usually how I look at other people is like something that I aspire to do more of and want to be more like. Dude, well said. Yeah. All right, go yeah. go on to the other people in the room. What do you think about Andrew? For Andrew, hold on, we should popcorn this. So now I now 
I should go. Ooh, good call. Okay. Well, yeah, I like that. All right, okay, Deck, yeah. you're up. You're up. Yeah. We'll go. We'll, yeah, we'll popcorn around, but we got to hit each person. Right. right. No, we should. Everybody gets their love. Um, you know, I think this would be a great time to talk about Jack now that he just ran to the bathroom. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. No, we, we should wait on him. He's going to want to hear I'll, it. I'll yeah. fucking around. All right. Well, uh, well, first off, I just want to let you guys know I fucked up on the audio. You guys won't hear my voice, but I'm so glad that I'm not talking. <laughs> I love you. You well done. Talking. You'll still hear me. It'll be like when you listen to Joe Rogan and Jamie talks and his mic's not on. And he's yelling. Yeah, in the way background, yeah. And I'll be trying to talk and I'll be trying to get my voice in and everyone wants to talk to me. <laughs> Wait, so your your mic literally isn't on right now? No, oh, I... Technical difficulties. I don't know how what I did or how I did it, but either way, I... You guys can still hear me. It's not the end of the world. I'm listening to the playback. It's fine. But I will say, um, Matt, Heron. Yeah. My... Favorite thing about you or your strength is your ability to stay so consistent and so and you you have the you have like the ability to process a multi-step problem pretty much better than anybody else. Like you are very you are very segmented, oriented, and organized more than anybody else and. Like, for most people, when they see, like, a dumb equation, like, you see it, and you're like, yeah, okay, what's the next step? Most people are like, I don't, I give up because it's something that I don't understand. It's impressive to see how much better you've gotten at SolidWorks. No one else listening to this podcast understands what that means. Most people don't. Holy fuck, dude, between you and me, <laughs> you have gotten, become a wizard at SolidWorks, and I'm like, this guy is actually an engineer, and I just, I'm, I'm stoked for him. It's fucking sick. I thank you, dude. Close up. That's my close up. Amen to that, brother. Give me my close up, dude. The close up's zooming in as we yeah. speak. It's zooming in closer and closer and closer, and there it is. That's me. Hey, everyone. Um, <laughs> as you turned off the camera with your heat, yeah, with my heat. Um. All right. Well, who are we gonna popcorn next? I'll I'll popcorn. I'll talk about Andrew. Mm. All right. Andrew is a is a is a different breed of he 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 claims himself I, I think if you ask him he would claim himself to not be a corporate America guy. Mm. You 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 work on the the new age of whatever in the new age of industry. You would claim yourself as that. Mm-hmm, I will. And and you do specifically, but you have every every positive aspect of someone of any time that can be successful in corporate America because of like you are, you are a very, your very own person. Like there's one thing that you hear and, and when you, and you don't hear this until you get to a specific, you get to a specific team doing a specific team, a, a specific job against other people but you're 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 incredibly competitive and and it's very beneficial to you and you should never lose that secondly you're vi- you're much more technically smart than you give yourself credit for in terms of like like you you do the podcast with Declan who's an engineer and he knows a lot of technical things technically you're much more proficient than you give yourself credit for you're you're very good at things not not just creatively obviously you're good at you're good creatively. We see the things you do in terms of marketing for backpack and you do in marketing in terms of your real job, but technically you're a very smart guy. 
when you when you when you get the correct knowledge and you and you can actually apply it and and thirdly i am inspired by your general personality i think your general personality like every everyone can get into an entry level job everyone can you learn a skill you get into an entry level job and then you you might even every, every person probably has the capability to even rise above that entry level job but there's a there's a second layer to that which is a a layer of of personability that in in any single job you work in you work in industry you you work in insurance with Jack you work at General Mills with Matt you work at Par Systems with me you work in constructions with Declan and there's a a leadership aspect and a personability aspect that you have that would that would literally benefit you in any single industry that you ever worked in dude thank you man you're welcome that was phenomenal man i love oh, that fires me up <laughs> you. You, yeah you're yeah. good dude you nailed it too yeah oh that brings me to jack baby jack baby thank you for uh running and refilling the boys much appreciated you did it you did Thanks, an Jack. honorable job throughout that process hey i, I do what i can I just want to say to Jack, from someone who uh, got to know you in the last two years, I really do appreciate you as a person from the, from the, the minor interactions we have to start our day, whether I see you in passing, and you're just like, hey, have a good day. And you, you literally take the time to stop, look me in the eye, and say, hey, have a good day to everything from that, from you as a person um, living across the hall from something that could be an absolute chaotic position where you're like, all right, middle fingers to these guys, always kind of putting a roadblock in my consistent routine. You have embraced me as a person. You've embraced back pocket as an entity and a new situation with this house full-heartedly and just opened up and, and been yourself that's the coolest thing that i have been able to see from you and i'm like stoked to share nine times on the podcast with you even though you say you're the you're a wildly average guy and you're like what do i contribute dude i get to experience that and you get to share that with us um you do have a personality with back pocket and that's the coolest thing like we put jack baby the influencer on there and you may look at that as some uh comedic low value statement but in reality that statement embodies back pocket more than anything like jack baby the influencer really is back pocket we want to remain us you are you throughout whatever you do we want to remain us like you you don't understand what that truly means and um for me personally when i read that i'm like i need to remain humble remain my personality that i that Matt was just describing that gravitates others like that's the same thing that you have and uh I'm thankful that you're a roommate brother so that's my little uh little two cents appreciate it thank you man appreciate you all right now we're gonna uh, let's popcorn this shit that we can improve on Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right we can improve on things who wants to who wants to popcorn first dude I'm all in uh... (laughs) send it deck Wait, can you can they still not hear your mic? They can they can hear me, so I'll, I'll can I uh Oh god. I don't even know 
So we're, we're, we're things we can improve on. Yeah, you got to pick a person out and tell them what they can improve on. And you already committed to it, so. Yeah, no, I, I know that. Um. You can also pass. Declan, my dad. Maddie, said he Maddie can't C hear has you. one. Yeah, I know. Six minutes ago. Maddie C has one. Let's hear it, Maddie C. No, I want Declan to go go for me. If you can't oh. if you can't pick anybody, you pick on me. Oh, <laughs> okay, uh, dude, you gotta work on your ideas. We gotta we gotta fine tune your ideas. If we're all gonna be involved in a, in a plan together and commit as a house, I need your ideas to be a little more tuned up. We need to understand that none of us. We don't understand. We we don't. We're not all looking for uh, in home tattoo places, so we have no idea that we're supposed to do that. But I will say, if you pitch me on an idea that I'm like, okay, I think I can get behind this, then we have momentum, and we need. I just need. You're the ideas man. You're always consistently thinking of a community thing to do, and I need you to dial in the community. So you want more quality over quantity. Correct. Give me okay. one idea a week rather than idea every day you know what i'm saying yep we'll, we'll, we'll get there okay, all right. popcorn mat popcorn mat. i can't believe we're popcorn 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 to which mat uh maddie, maddie c. c i'm gonna go uh jack for for improvement so there you go jack oh <laughs> one thing that yeah. we'll see you, you'll, you'll see a lot with jack i just want to wait, wait wait can i just interrupt this to, to, to this is this is for the this is for the the real podcast fans right now if you don't know who jack is and you don't know who i am and you don't know who maddie c is you know who these two guys are obviously this is a real this is a real inside this real inside episode and so I apologize if you don't know who the fuck any of us three are, but it, it, it's an inside <laughs> episode, dude. I don't know what to tell you. We can't get any other guests in here. No one can come through the door. No one's we're, allowed here. We're in quarantine, dude. This is the best we could give you. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. All right. Back to Jack. I would say for Jack, an improvement, I would say to take a compliment and like run with it. So things that I've I've seen with Jack recently and the most recent thing would be our special K slash Scotch Roos bar. Like Jack did most of the the processing, most of the baking, most of whatever it took to actually make the product from raw materials to end product. And people loved it. We finished the pan off in less than twenty four hours. And rather than taking the compliment and saying, thank you. He deflected and put it on to somebody else, which is like awesome. A level of humble ability, humble ability. Is that a word? Humble ability. That's good. Sort of. I take it. Humble ability to give someone else praise to work on in those moments. Own that. Say thank you. And take a quick second to reflect and be like, I did do this or whatever the compliment may be. And have confidence in that because I feel like you know that you do great things, but you don't give yourself credit for doing the great things that you do. So taking the time and and moments to take a compliment from somebody else or from yourself will give you the confidence that I know that you can achieve to reach your next level that you're seeking and looking for. Because I know you're looking for that, but it's going to take some sort of self-confidence, self-belief, self 
I did this and I made this happen. Because you, you make a lot of things happen. You just don't give yourself always the credit for it, which is like that humbleness, that credit to other people. But in those times, give the credit, but also know that you were a part of that as well. And not just a part of it, but a main part of it. And just to add on to that, you've you've done that in aspects of your life that we've seen. Like most recently, your workout regimen, right? Like now you'd be, I, I think you become confident in your workout regimen. Like if the audience doesn't know, Jack is Jack is getting jacked. He he made a decision months ago to join a workout program, and he just did it. Period. That's the that's the end of the story. It's I wanted to join a workout program. I joined a workout program. Period. So I I, I just want to see you do that in every aspect. You know, when it comes to your work life, what are you doing? What do you want to do? I want to see a commitment. I want to see a an absolute perfect execution like you did in your in your workout regimen like you did in your regimen of i'm gonna write a letter like the the fact that the audience like just to throw it out jack you put yourself on to write a letter every single what was it every single day or was well, it every single i don't want to say every day that but, was the goal but yeah yeah I've every single most days he, he's been writing personal letters to all his friends all the people who have Influence him in his life. He went through with it. He's been doing it. Workout regimen. He just decided on it. Has been going through with it perfectly. I I just want to see that replicated. And that it's just that's just a segue onto Matt's comment into into every aspect of it because that's that's just if you, if you just if you just expel that into into every single aspect of your life that's just that's just sheer successfulness. In every single aspect. Mm-hmm. No, I, Not just I straight sheer successfulness, but straight sex appeal. Goddamn right. Always, hey, that's something that Maddie C is absolutely spot on with. You need to be more confident with the ladies, dude. You have... Well, and every, and it's not ladies, it's every regard. All right. You, can you just be confident in yourself when you're looking for your future partner? Can I just say that? Can I say... That you are a stud, and you need to be like. You, you need to you know you're a, a stud. Yeah, you need, you need to know you're a stud. And it doesn't have to be like, just, I want to be confident because I want my future uh, partner to know I'm confident. Like, no, it is. It's I'm I'm a it's confident do or with romance. And some someone and it's someone like, will pick it up and realize that and be like, oh man, this guy has his shit figured out. He's confident in what he does. I want into that. Rather than I'm going to be confident because I want this individual, I want this person, I want blah 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 blah. Like someone who realizes what you are for truly who what you are and want to be will hop on the Jack Baby bandwagon and you have and ride it all the way down. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand what you guys are saying, and I appreciate you guys saying that because I've noticed it myself. And oh, for sure, I uh, it's definitely an area of improvement, and every. Everything that's drawn out and put out there is definitely like it. It makes it way more capable of being improved on. Sure. So I appreciate it. Um, All right. So we'll see. I have my I have my level. I have my improvement. I have my improvement. It's for you, Declan. But we got we got Jack Baby the influencer. It's his popcorn. Go for it, it, Jackie. So what? So you. How does this work? 
So now you have to pick some, one of the roommates, say something to improve on, and uh, it can't be what? Just me? You can pick anyone else because I already went. And Declan. So you got Matt or... So Matt, C, and Declan already went, so don't pick them for something to improve on. Mm-hmm. You got baby, ba- baby Matt or... It was what uh, I was going to say anyways. Andrew and Matt. Why did neither of you ever turn the lights off? That's all. That's my only improvement <laughs> on anyone, whether whether that was the improvement or not. Neither of you guys ever turn your lights off, and it drives me crazy in our rooms. In our rooms, yeah. Or in the in the laundry room in the basement, mm. or the house, mm. or. <laughs> and the and I know it doesn't really make a difference in the world, but the way I see it, and just in a general way of thinking. If something doesn't serve a purpose, why do you do it? And that's speaking generally. That's just kind of the way I think. Like, don't do something unless it serves a purpose. It's a way of being as opposed to just a specific thing. And I would say, too, like, if you don't I've, start a loop unless you intend to finish the loop and move on. Finish the circle yes. before moving and on I've, to a new one. I've just noticed... Through two years of living with you guys that you guys never turn the lights off. And it's not like I'm not like trying to save the world or like trying to like save electricity bills. But it's just like what purpose are you serving by keeping the lights on? And it just never made any sense to me. (laughs) Andrew, do you have a... I, I love leaving my own light on in my room. Well, I know you do because you always leave it on. It's always It's always on. Oh, I love it, dude. It's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, so this is a little inside again again inside to the note. to the inside listeners. This is all to the inside listeners who really love the podcast because this is some inside deets right now. If you're listening this long, good good for you. Good for you. I want to walk into a room that's lit with lights it's just like it's just it's it's a simple feeling when i don't have to like flick on the lights i'm like at ease for some reason i don't get it i don't fucking know but i want the light to be on in my room when i walk in there and when it's dark (laughs) it's like this room's not as it's it's, not ready it's not ready dude it's not where i want it so you thrive in an environment where there's, I need there's, there's a spark already have happened, and you want to just like blossom in that. You oh. want to take the spark and just. I don't need to walk straight to my lamp and turn it on. Like I don't need that. I need to just have it on. Well, there's a reason the light switch is right next to yeah. the door. I hate my overhead light. I have to walk into my lamp, and it's at a distance where I need to have it on before I walk into my room. <laughs> and when right. it's on, I'm moving. I'm going, and I'm ready. See, I have a different answer to that. All right. <laughs> my my answer to it is that. That I forget. <laughs> See, I was, I was just, my like, if I forget to turn the light off, it's like laziness. Listen, it's not this is a, like this is a general. This is a general issue that I have with my life. Is that if I if I think something, if I if I just generally in my head deem something as less important, it, it, it it's completely out of the scope of the. And Declan said earlier, I'm a very like regimented person. I have a a routine every single day. I'm very regimented. 
when it comes to the things that are that I deem in my fucking weird mind as to be incredibly important. Those things always get done. And and for some reason, little things like like little spurts of little spurts of money, right? Which is which is keeping the lights on, paying our fucking shitty water bill. Which I should every every think, quarter yeah. we get it. Oh, we not we're like two days away from our water getting turned off. Every every single time I pay the water bill, we're two days away from getting our water turned off. <laughs> Things that I think I, I I it's a psychological issue that I need to overcome. Where like I deem things as unimportant financially in my head, and they and they just become things that I not only forget about doing, but actually are important. Yeah, that I that I actually like internally refuse to do you know like, refuse I, get what, I totally get what you're saying like, it, yeah like it's i a, just i just debited last year's tax refund yes today. yes exactly like it's little things that <laughs> because I, I was like oh, i'll do it later like I, it's not important yeah, right now i i deem in my head as i if i if i categorize it as an unimportant economic influence in my life then i deem it as like like not only do I not care about doing it, I I, I literally want to do it less. Like I I choose to not turn the lights off because it's such I've deemed it as such a small economic irrelevant. impact on my on my life that like I want the light to know that it's fucking relevant in my life. You know what I mean? Like I, I leave the light on in my room because I go I don't give a fuck two dollars on the electric bill. I just want my fucking light to know that I don't give a fuck about it. You know what I mean, dude? <laughs> so you want to prove yourself superior to the light? I want to prove myself. <laughs> and you Listen, like the light being on when you get home. <laughs> and also, like, and that's why two we very different avenues. Yes, dude. And, and, like, the Minneapolis water bill, like, fuck them, dude. Like, turn my fucking water off. I don't give a fuck. Do it, dude. See oh, what happens. Oh, you got it, dude. You can't slap me with a $1 three-month overdue bill and expect me to make a change in my life. I don't give a fuck. I'll pay the $1 bill. Fuck you, state of Minneapolis. And that's not even a state. City. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, dude. If you're going to fucking pay me, you're going to you're gonna give me an overcharge bill of $1 for a three-month overdue. For a three-month overdue bill, you're threatening to turn off my water bill, but you're only threatening me a dollar to fucking pay it? I ain't paying that shit. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. just... I have the the personal philosophy of, like, it doesn't hurt you at all to turn it off. You're right. It doesn't. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a severe psychological... Why keep it on? It's a severe psychological issue that I'm dealing with. It probably comes stems from my childhood, and I need to, and I need to address it at some point. <laughs> Like I'll I'll be honest. Like sometimes some mornings I come down and it's like five forty five a.m. and I come downstairs in the kitchen. And I get my lunch out of my fr- out of my fridge and I'll like see a light shining from the basement and yeah. I'll be like, "Why is the light on?" Yeah. Sometimes I'll just flick, sometimes that, I'll flick that, that light on and I'll just be like, "I don't give a fuck about you." Like, like <laughs> stay on if you choose to, bitch. I don't. Know, I just like. <laughs> I have the personal philosophy of like if it if it doesn't serve a purpose, yes, eliminate it. You're right. 
No, you, 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 I will absolutely agree. I will absolutely agree that you have the correct psychological approach to those issues. And that's an issue that I'm dealing with currently, but I'm not there yet. Andrew, we're not, we're not there yet. We're working on it. (laughs) We're working on it, dude. It's a severe issue that we need to deal with. (laughs) All right, Andy, moving on. I think you're up. You got to pick. Pick Frat Heron over been, there. It's just, been picked. Frat, Frat Heron over to to Deck. Deck's the last one. All right. I get to pick on Matt? Yeah. Perfect. Send it, dude. son. About time. Well, you listen to podcasts too loudly, and that pisses me off. <laughs> you talking about Matt? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, 100%. You listen to podcasts very loudly. Put your fucking headphones on. <laughs> just put your headphones on, dude. Uh, walk around the house. Fuck you. <laughs> How do you listen to people babbling all day? I don't get it. I, I like his it. background noise. Bro, you can listen to babble as background noise more than anyone I know. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to babble all day long. Are you going to tell just like, blah, 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 blah. And it's nothing. Nothing important. I hear it, and I'm like, irrelevant. And you just you just have it in your pocket, and it's just going, and you're just moving. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why the fuck is it so loud then? <laughs> I like to have why it back. Why do you have it turned up so loud? <laughs> is that, that's, that's my your, critique. That's your dude. critique of my what I need to improve on. Yeah, dude. That's it. Yeah, that's that's what I got. How loudly I play podcasts. So how do you feel dude, about you it? Blast them. Um, uh, I don't have great hearing. It's it's average hearing, maybe below average hearing. I can chime in too, you know. Um, I just fucking turn it on, dude. I don't want to fucking wear earphones in. They're fucking uncomfortable. I'm in my own room. I didn't know you guys could fucking hear it. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> we can we can hear it. Everyone can hear it, dude. I didn't know you guys could fucking hear it. Those smokers outside, they can hear it. Okay, so I'll put fucking headphones in. That's all you had to say. I didn't know you guys could even hear it. It's the first time it's been brought up to me, and I'd like to, and I'd like to, and I'd like to make it very clear to the fucking audience that that's that's the first time I've heard about it. All right, let's let's be honest though. I know about it. That, I was playing it loudly during the week. That's probably the only way that we know that you're home. Is that if is, I have a is, is, is there a, a podcast coming from Matt's room? Oh yeah, he's home. That's a good. I don't point. hear anything. He's probably still at work. I don't want to go up check, but. Yeah. Let me just chime in real quick. That's a good C- Crickets? Oh, he's, he's out of here. Well, there Podcast? You go. Matt's home. So you're welcome. That's I only you, know I only you know, only I know you're home if your door that's is closed. It's a 10 second podcast. And there's a podcast blaring. Yeah. Well, I know you're not home if your door is open and your closet light is on. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, and I got to say, fuck that closet light because it's been challenging me for fucking years now. And it's been looking me straight in the face. And fuck that. I'll leave the closet light on when hey, I fucking sleep. Hey, and it's least, an annoyance. At least you have a closet and at least you have a light in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Jack, you can't say that, dude. You can't say that. You can't say that on this podcast. Just going to say that. Okay, okay. I'll wear my fucking headphones from now on. God damn it. Pisses me off though. I want this audience to know it pisses me off, and I'm gonna be wearing them from now on. He's I, a giver. Everyone remember, he's it. a giver. Dude. I'm a fucking giver. You're a giver, and that's my biggest Thank weakness. You. All right, all right. Pick on Declan now. <laughs> all right, this is my Declan. Sit down. Sit down, dude. Sit down. Sit down. Point it at yourself and sit down. 
camera on you. All right, this is my this is my one, and this is it, we had a couple joke ones. But this is my real, my real. You think that was a joke? It's I don't give a fuck. I'll play a podcast too loud. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna play it twice as loud now. I'll put it on the speaker. Put it on the soundbar. I don't give a. F- I'm gonna play it a little quieter. I'm gonna play it in my headphones. Um, what are you laughing at, dude? I'm fucking drunk. All right, no, I need to hear you. This is peak podcast talk. Declan, what were you, no? Hold on, I need to hear you go. Damn it! What's the what's the phrase? Deep. What hilt hilt deep, hilt deep dude? All right, that's go hilt that's deep. private. Hilt. It's private. Hilt. Let's just let the man talk. That's private. Can I, talk Can I say something? Deeper? No, dude. Yeah, Can I go say Jack. something quick. Go Jack. Quick. Quit. No, no, no. Quit. <laughs> go. I've, like, dreamed about this podcast that we're having for a long time now. I'm like, what's everyone's least favorite part about their roommates? <laughs> I dreamed about this, like, two years ago. I was like, we're going to do a podcast about this one day. The fact that you said that I just play my fucking podcast too loud is that I'm fucking killing it as a roommate. No, and, and, Andrew said that. I'm killing it. Killing and, it. Andrew said that. I said you're all, you always leave your lights on. All right, yeah, but that's like a psychological thing. Like, fuck my lights, dude. My lights are always talking shit to me, and you know. Dude, you have to be superior to your lights. Yeah, right. I walk in, the lights know that I own yes, this room. Yes, they know. This is my room. If they're even on when I'm not in this room, they I know light that up the this lights. Is, this, yeah, I'm the light. I'm the light. Be the I light. am the be light. Be the light. <laughs> Everyone knows it. Be the Everybody light. Everybody fucking knows it, dude. Even be the XL Energy the knows that shit, dude. Yeah, dude. XL Center point gas. They know it. Fuck <laughs> XL Energy, dude. Yeah. I'll fucking pay. Oh, you're going to charge me $3 a fucking month for leaving yeah. my light on? Fuck you. I'm surprised. Fuck you, dude. I don't give a fuck. I'm surprised no one said how I never answered their Venmo request. You don't. Actually, we should bring that up. You yeah, never answer dude. the Venmo Why request. The Why don't you, you do answer? Because I don't. Let's I, hear it. You I don't say know. you don't have your notifications on your phones being weird. You've said that for two years. Because that's. Let's sometimes I get a notification and sometimes I don't. I don't know how else to explain it. That's your only explanation. Right, so I mean, yeah, that's that's my explanation. explanation. That's your explanation. Can we all talk about Matt real quick, Matty C? Yeah, what? Your dog, dude. Your dog. We should probably talk about Aurora. We've never talked about Aurora. <laughs> oh, my God. Aurora. Aurora, We're not dude. talking about hey. Aurora. We're not doing it. We're it's not 20, going there. 2020. We're not going uh, there. No, we need R-I-P. to talk R-I-P. about it. Before, wait, can I talk about can Declan we talk, first? Can we say that? Uh, no, I just need to say this real quick. Hey. We said Aurora. No. We'll talk Before anything, Matt, before... <laughs> Anything here is said. <laughs> I am the least dog person, not only in the house, maybe in the world. Andrew might be. And I had <laughs> the least amount of problem with Aurora in the house. Yes. Correct. I have, first of all, pre existing medical condition. I have asthma. Aurora shedded like a motherfucker. And it made it very hard to breathe. My eyes were always itching. And I, like, whatever. I didn't, I was like, whatever. It's nice to have a dog around. You let me go for, I got to go for walks sometimes for Aurora. It was nice. I had, and I mean it, and you guys can probably vouch for me. I had the least amount of problems with Aurora. 
Yes or no? Right. As in like personal interaction or no? Like, oh, just probably personally. probably the most as far as personal interaction, as far as like being cool with her in the house. I was right. like, yeah, yeah, I don't mind having a dog. You were also at that point like the new person in the house, which you said a couple weeks ago, like you weren't going to bring up any sort of. Cravens. Confrontation because you were the uh, last one in. So no, let's be honest. Though. I um, there might be an aspect of it. No, I don't think so. Right. Well, well, we'll I really don't we'll think so. Caveat. Because I definitely didn't like her. <laughs> Segwaying from that, I, I I'm probably the most dog person. No, in the I house. I did not like her and I definitely had a problem with it but that being said I was the most comfortable with her I didn't mind her jumping on me when I came in the house I did I didn't I didn't mind that I don't care I I I'm a big dog person I love dogs I it was the it was the 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 pissing and shitting mm-hmm. on the back stairs and and on my carpet in my room that pissed me off about it that was the only that, those are my two grievances. It, it had nothing to do with coming into the house. I love dogs. When she jumped on me, it was like uh, then I would pet her. I that was not a thing that bugged me at all mm-hmm. about her. It was it was purely pissing and shitting. The feces. It was purely they pissing and shitting the, the fact time. that that I I would wake up to, you know, like maybe like a if I left my door open on accident there would be shit under my desk or something like that. Those are my only grievances. Was was poop and pee, period. But there were some pretty big, big grievances because of how often that there was poop and pee. <laughs> Just being honest. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But in terms of actually her attitude, um, I'm a huge dog person. I love dogs. I didn't have any issue with her personality. It was it was the poop and pee. Andrew. Andy. Hi. Speed demon over here. <laughs> Dude, you're fast. Right? You're so fast. You're so fast. Thanks, boys. Aurora was the is the biggest. Oh, here. Before you hop in, I'll say she was the biggest challenge of your life. Whatever dog ever. That is very well said. I was about to say, Aurora has been one of the worst things in my life. Yeah, <laughs> baby. And coming from a s- someone that is not a dog person, mm-hmm. that escalated from the moment that I ha- I received a text saying, can I ask you a question to Aurora living in my house for t- two, na- two years? No. Did Aurora live in your guys' college house? Yes. Yeah. For about six months. Then about a year here, so a year and a half. I don't know, dude. I'm not. Was she worse here than she was in your college house? Aurora was a puppy in my college house. It was very cute. We also had two other people that were like actively like trying to. It was just different life circumstances. Yeah. Puppy yeah. with, yeah, a couple of roommates that like wanted to like be around a puppy, versus you have like. Your pre-terrible twos. Yeah. I did not like Aurora. And I'm so happy that Aurora's not with us during quarantine. And I'm happy that I get to work from home 
without having to think of that Aurora could be here. I mean, you could be talking about anything right now and I'd be laughing because you <laughs> But we all can agree that Aurora stunk. Yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry. Yeah, those, I'm those, so those, sorry. Those, those, stink, those stinky poops. It's <laughs> a lot of poops. Uh, that's just the damn honest truth, brother. And that's what Declan should have led with. Wait, he, he messed up. Where are you going, dude? But, no, Andrew, be honest. Andrew <laughs> hated that dog. Like, <laughs> I there were days I thought Andrew was literally going to kill your dog. <laughs> no, you, you did not, Andrew, dude. Andrew like chucked the dog across. The I never <laughs> did that. No, I definitely I did that though. I no, d- I never did. Matt, that. I'm sorry, but I did. There was one time, my parent. There was the my parents never come to visit, and the. Six years I've lived in Minnesota. My parents have been here like twice. And once was for graduation. And once was like last fall. And you guys were all gone for some reason. Um, So I was like, yeah, I, I definitely have friends and roommates. But they're not no one's here. Uh, side, side point. But my parents open the door. And Aurora jumps fucking sky high. And I was so mad. Sorry for being too loud. Any listeners. And I grabbed... You had the the chest... The chest vest on her. And I grabbed her. And I fucking... I was... It was the first time I've seen my parents in like over a year. Mm-hmm. And she just jumps on them. And my parents have never had a dog. And like they're not used to it. And like... They're on my parent. She's on my parents' shoulders. And I grab her out of the air. And I fucking threw it <laughs> like i was like god fucking damn it i was that was the only time i've ever like i was like get out of my way mm-hmm. she needs it <sighs> decky and now where we want to segue to uh wait I, wait i had to i i i nah yeah Talk about it real quick, just briefly. Do you want a mic or you want to just like hey, Andrew, 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 Matt, Matt? See, that being just said, it, it was a pleasure of my life. I've never had a dog before. You let me oh, take her for it's a walk. For sure, going to be like the probably most challenging dog experience you'll have. So, like anything in the future you have going forward will hopefully be a little bit easier. But I also used to step on our poop coming down Those back for stairs. work in the morning. So, Decky, let's hear it. All right, so. Okay, Mike, yeah, is good. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Check, All right, keep it together over there, dude. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, Aurora was my first, like, experience with a dog. And, Same. Um, you know, Aurora was a nice dog. Like, face value, like, I can see why you would have purchased or wanted to buy in on a dog such as Aurora. Just because, like, it was super fun to hear about or not hear about just like to go through the experience of like raising what would be a husky but like aurora i feel like just didn't respond to training like she just sucked ass at like (laughs) knowing where to shit which is like stage one that's like day one boot camp like Mm -hmm. if you're a linebacker and you're learning how to play football nowhere to shit and you don't know how to wrap up where the sidelines are yeah where, where are you putting your head? 
Where are you putting your head? Where are you putting your head? Are you putting it on the right side or are you putting it on the fucking wrong side? Right. It's just the most annoying thing of all time when it just like she was like Matt had already said like she was shitting everywhere. She was jumping on people. She was just ripping into shit. And like I understand there's puppy shit, but there's other times where it's just like, oh my god, come on. And uh, I don't know. I think my whole my you know me as a positive outlook type guy. I just, like, Aurora was such a good valley to, like, appreciate who the Maddie C is now, dude. Like, yeah. you have come. You have blossomed. You have blossomed into a new person. You're like Jack Burke in 2018, 2019. Like, you have, you're the, you're the most improved player. And it's the coolest yes. fucking thing of all time. Rookie of the year. And, like, don't look at most improved player as, like, you were on JV. It was more so, like, <laughs> the fact that, like. Great caveat. Yeah, you, you. I was always. I mean, on you JV. broke up with your girlfriend. <laughs> you got rid of your fucking dog, and you had all this free time, and you decided to triple down on yourself and do what you actually want to do. Goddamn right. That's the fucking coolest part. You put in more hours towards what you want to do physically and logged them more than most people. So, I gotta say, Aurora is a blessing and a curse, and something that all five of us can just like raise a glass and be like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude." I only got a chance. Fuck Aurora, but also fuck yeah. I only <laughs> wait. I was. Getting GNTs while we were all praising each other, and I only got a chance to um, hear your own to criticize each other, and I jumped in on all the all the critiques. <laughs> Wait, I still have my critique for Declan, by the way. You've given him plenty. No, it's my it's a legit critique. <laughs> okay, but I still haven't gotten a chance to. I'd love the, to hear, it, by the way. I'm assuming we right. popcorned around. Yes, we did. Um, positives. Yes. Can I give a positive? Absolutely. Matt C., if anyone listening, anyone out there is listening, Matt Christensen has absolutely blossomed as a person. Mm-hmm. In the last year. However long since he's been single and hasn't had a dog. And I mean that sincerely, mm-hmm. Matt. Like, yeah. it, you... I didn't know you before those yeah. things happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you. I lived with you, but I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. I didn't see you for weeks at a time, and granted, you had a unique job that was probably all big, time. made a big influence in that. But I don't think that was the biggest influence. Mm-hmm. For sure. You have absolutely blossomed. You were like a dead flower, and you have become like a the size of a sunflower, but much prettier. I appreciate that. Yes, it's uh, you definitely started, nice to hear because I, dude, I, you started cooking, you started yoga, you started fucking everything. You like made you, decisions in your life about where you wanted to go. You started talking to yeah. me, yeah. like I don't know when it was. It was definitely after you became single and got rid of your dog. You, like, talked to me for the first time, and I was like, I, like, didn't know how to respond. I was like, Matt C. just said something. Like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's not mute? Good. Seriously? No, seriously. <laughs> and I didn't know that, and I'm not, I don't want to, like, put the blame on any, either of those two things, but, like, I, it was honestly astounding to me mm-hmm. and i knew you i knew you out of out of all the four roommates i knew you best in college yeah are you serious that's true. 
Yeah, we had, for yeah, sure. a few probably. classes together. We yeah. like had the most interaction for sure. Yeah. Out of all of us. For sure. Mm-hmm. 110%. Yeah. I, I remember a specific moment that was just awesome, which was uh, you had broken up with... I think about a week or two. All right, we're talking. Don't say specific. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bleep that. <laughs> that became single for a week. Bleep that name. Bleep that name. Bleep Andrew. it. Mark it. Mark it. I've now been three minutes onto this podcast. <laughs> You've already gotten bleeped, and I've gotten bleeped and canceled. All right, go, dude. Don't name names. Name names. No, All right. you're fine. Fucking, for fuck's sake, but. Yeah. Um, what I was getting at is it was me, Andrew, and you outside, Matt, and we were just, like, unpacking life, and it talked about, like, you had broke the news about Aurora, um, and it just kind of, <laughs> given your, uh, like, kind of like Trump does with coronavirus, like, it's not a big deal, it never was a big deal, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Let the record deal. show, I was Trump before Trump. <laughs> guys because like you guys provide a lot of like you guys allow me to just sit back and listen and i get to watch you guys that either build this podcast or you know say what you want to say do what you want to do and have these things that you execute on all the time and i'm usually like in the background just watching and i just know that i really appreciate that and uh that was the first time you said something like that where you were you know up up front and honest about the fact that like you take a back seat to a conversation or you take a back seat to a group, but you're still gathering just as much information yeah. as everybody else. And that's why I realized like, Oh, this guy's as much as much, if not more dialed in on what he's doing than the rest of us. And I was like, fuck yeah, here we go. And then that was the start. That was even before you, I think you were probably a couple of weeks into yoga and that's when it just took off and where you are now. I'm not surprised at all when everyone's like, yeah, dude, Maddie sees me in grind yoga. It's like, yeah, He's been doing that since day one. It's and it's not about grinding to a specific thing. It's just about grinding to whatever you want. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, it's the difference between oh, he's become really, really good at this specific thing or these two specific things. Obviously, like quitting Target and joining General Mills and and repping it, and that is a is a is a big part in your life. But it, it it's also the, just the fact of committing to a it has whether you're into yoga or you're into fucking running or you're into whatever makes no difference to us. You're finally give, doing what you want. We don't give a shit. Yes. Yeah. We uh, we care about what you actually give a shit about, mm-hmm. which is whether it's fucking making your own pasta and making pizzas out of it or fucking g- doing yoga. I I give a shit that you it makes me even if I don't partake in those particular things. It makes me happy to know that you're doing the things on at a high level that you actually want to be doing. Yeah, and I think until the last year or year and a half, most of my life has been trying to and just growing up in like a small community where your family's so involved in 
everything that takes on, whether it be community activities, things at the school, you're volunteering in the like, social work activities to in college, like you have to have your reputation for a football team. You have to yeah. like be doing these things for other people um, through work, through relationships. You're always taking a backseat. For me, it was moving forward and taking actions for others so that they can improve um, to where like I could like finally like remove myself from a lot of those situations and have the support system because a lot of people can do those things on their own. But once they're truly on their own, they're on their own. Like for me, it was, I was on my own, but I had my four other roommates. I had my, guys over in St. Paul. I had my collective group of 15, 20 other people that I don't know what my next step is going to be, but can you guys help me figure it out? Can you guys help move me forward um, in whatever aspect it may be, Um, which was the support system I needed in a time where I decided to be an individual for once in my life. So as much praise as there is, that you guys have given me, which I've really appreciated because it's been nice to like see that the work that I've been trying to do so internally, which has been so foreign to me, um, grow, give a shout out to all of you guys, because I truly would not have made those leaps of personal growth. If I didn't feel comfortable enough to have a support system to either like check me on my shit um, guide me in a right way. If I'm going down like a path that like would not be good at all to be like, Hey, redirect you and go to a different Avenue. Um, but not tell me I I have to do this because if I was told I have to do this, I will 100% latch onto that and go back into like old tendencies. So with you guys being roommates and as frustrating as it could have been the first year we lived together with like my job dogs, relationships other 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 things like that year two coming out of me wanting to be the best version of myself rather than always trying to help other people be the best version of themselves i need to take care of myself and be the best version of what i can be to help other people be the best version of what they want to be like that's my why like i want Jack, I want Matt, I want Andrew, I want Declan to be the best versions of themselves. Of course, because we but if I like love each other. have burnt that candle out myself, I can't grow <laughs> that. And so like it allowed me to regrow that candle to ignite what is truly important to me, whether it's like if I pursue cooking more, great. If I decide like yoga is my like passion project, if I continue to like in my professional career pursue things with whatever company like great but knowing that like i have that support system has been more important than pursuing things on my own if that makes yeah. sense right no, no it makes 100 percent. that's sense. awesome and i i can relate to that totally and i i can see that in yourself but and whether we're live or not right now or not but like we're gone. I, we're go- I, we're live. We've always been live. All right, whatever. I'm going to say it anyways. And I, I hope I've made it clear to each of you. And it's it's no fault to any of my previous roommates, which I think you guys have all now met. 
or pretty much 95%. Yep. Through my... No, they've been over here, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, not everyone, but from my any time I've ever had a roommate from freshman year of college till now, I think, seriously, you four, I've never been most myself. And that's one of my biggest challenges is being most, like, just being comfortable with myself. And I'm so, like, grateful to have the opportunity to just be comfortable with myself. And I think a large part of that is just living with people you've never lived with before who don't know you that well. I think it, I think playing devil's advocate, but like at the same time, you guys allow me to do that. Mm -hmm. Even after knowing, even after knowing you for a while, right? I still have that opportunity. And I like, I, I seriously, I, I try to think, of things every day that I'm grateful for. I tell God each night when I go to bed, I try to think, I try to pray about things I'm grateful for and tell him thank you. And you guys are like seriously top of my list every night. And I mean that. Because like I've had such a blast living here. And I honestly mean that. I agree. And I'm not just saying that because no. we're having this conversation right now. Like, I'm saying that because I, I say it every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate and that, I, Jackie. And I'm sorry for not having told you guys that sooner or more often, but I'm 100% mean it. Yeah. At least you say it now. And no, I would I say have. if you haven't said it directly, like I think we've all felt like your appreciation and your growth. Well, and, everyone's like, appreciation. Yeah, Jack, like, we've been tracking you, and we're well, like, this, is, this guy's this killing is, it. This is the thing about our house. This is the very thing is that, is that, um, and this is, and this is just you can more broadly maybe expand this to any group of people that you're living with. I think it's very important that that you know at the end of the day you have your community, which is your household, right? And you have however you interact with the people who are in your household. Is a very important thing, and we all interact very well. We very rarely fight. We do, you know, sometimes we have some things that, you know, we pick on with each other, like, you know, Andrew telling us that, you know, when he has to fucking pick the garbage up off the fucking driveway because we didn't take it out for three weeks when he was out of town and Squirrels got into it. So that's a fight, you know, and that, and that, and that's, that's the fights that we deal with. And, you know, so there's, there's, there's the, there's it's it, it's a two-faced thing that you're dealing with where there's the aspect of how you all interact with each other but i think more importantly to the dynamic of the household is how we all interact as individuals mm. there's a very big sense of individuality in the house you know what i mean where where all of us are very um very inspired individually, very, uh, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're all, you know, relatively type A. We're like, you, you, you can't really come into it. You, you just kind of take on the environment of the people that you live with. And, and the aspect of the fact that we all care about each other, but also all care about so deeply our individual success mm. is a very important thing, right? All of us are very, very very involved with what we're going to be doing individually 
on the next day and individually what we're going to be doing in one month and individually what we're doing going to be doing in one year and five years from now and 10 years from now as well as the fact that how we into how we interact with each other is the fact that how we see our own lives is just as important because i see every person you know you see every person as an individual and i see how you guys act as individuals and that's that that's the inspiration that you get even personally right there's a there's a there's an aspect of like you want to root for your friends and there's never been and that's always been a known right but there's also like a an aspect of like you want to help your friends and there's like an aspect of that and you know how far that typically goes but ultimately your success and your personal belief in yourself is really what it comes down to and it's contagious and it's contagious that's the thing the fact that like matt is so engaged in engineering and that matt other matt love maddie c loves yoga and then that propels onto Jack loving something or trying to find that and one that's, thing, dude. That's that, that's it that's just the thing. Can, it's a contagious. It came it came from Jack, and this is to you. This is it came from early on you saying that you were inspired by our personal work ethic, to you revving up your personal work ethic, to us being inspired by your personal work ethic. It's a re- it's a it's a recurring cycle. It's a recurring cycle, and it's to the point where like you know you you saw our personal work ethic that inspired you. To, to fucking, you know, love what you're doing and choose to do the things that you're doing because you love them. And then, like, the the way that we see you commit to it is then re-inspiring to the people who you said originally inspired you to do the things. Yeah. And then it's just a reoccurring cycle of fucking success. Yeah. Going off that, though, I wanted to ask a question to all of you guys. And uh, Andrew is, you know, I think he's thought of this, a similar thing, but... Um, it's, it's just real. like, first off, I just want to say it's really cool that you guys have come on this podcast now for two hours and just like talked genuinely. And as if we were talking as roommates and like, you weren't, you are not really considering the fact of who you're reaching or like, as if you're speaking in front of a thousand yeah. people. Or a lot whatever. of people are bored right now. Fuck it. Fuck it. Right? No, <laughs> I fuck them. And I think, and I fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Can we all say it again? Say it. Uh, say it. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. If you're bored right fuck now. Em. And you. If you're bored right say now. Say it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I like, I, I wanted to appreciate, like, just congratulate you guys and just say thank you for that. Um, but the other part of it is, like, you know, you guys have been here over two years and, you know, we have gone from, like, barely fitting a podcast studio in the other room to now like building out a whole studio and like now we're live streaming on YouTube or live streaming on TikTok. We're doing this, we're doing that. Like we're just like, we're reaching, like, I don't think you guys know the numbers, but we're reaching a lot of people. And I, you guys probably don't, we've never told you the numbers or nor does it really matter. But the whole point is just like, I'm really thankful for you guys to like be vulnerable, even though we're growing. And I, I don't even know if you guys have known the growth, but I, my question to you guys is just like, what is the, what has it been like experiencing the growth and like, what are your guys' perceptions? Cause I just want to, I care about how you guys, you know, live and breathe on a day to day basis. And I want to, you know, obviously make that more efficient for you guys, but I'm so interested on like your guys' perspective on the growth of back pocket in these last like two years, because 
I don't know. It's not been significant, but it's just been like very. It's it's totally changed drastically, drastically in the last two years. So I'll I'll jump in first because I was there when you guys were talking about the idea of a podcast and like bought, put it into place and got it going from the ground up. I would say the biggest thing I've seen in two transitions: one from the time you started to the time moving out of the first studio was. I, you guys were saying like, I don't know what a recording system looks like to getting the president of a university on and not just like having questions lined up, but being able to like have a conversation and not be phased, not have any sort of intimidation by like that classification of like president of the university to jumping into a new studio, a new environment going from that level to now having bigger name guys on. And I would say hopping on the mics with you guys now versus if I tried hopping on with the mics with you guys episode two or three back at your first studio, it would have felt more tailored at your first studio. It would have felt more like an an interrogation of like, tell me your last story, tell me this, tell me that, where now it's like you guys have – been able to morph that into an everyday conversation to where you guys can make your reach what you want it to be through a general conversation of someone six feet, six feet away from you. Like you were able to connect with your guests and make them feel like they are truly a guest of your household rather than a guest of a podcast where I feel like a lot of podcasts, they come on they tell their story, how great they are, the, the successes they've had, where I think a lot of your guests and just from like the post-interview conversations they've had, they've had a blast being able to converse with you two and not, quote-unquote, the back pocket. And that's the growth, that's the improvement, that's the progress that I've seen is like, People want to be around you guys, not because you're the back pocket podcast, but because you're right. Andrew and Declan. The the growth of the back pocket is the growth of Andrew and Declan. Yeah, there's there you got you guys don't take identity in the back pocket. The back pocket takes identity in like who you guys are, and that's what I've seen from day one to now. And you guys are going to have a different experience being in this house or from St. Thomas and on, but feel free to elaborate more if you guys have well, just more to my, say. From my perspective, not answering your question, but going off of what Matt just said. It all answers the question. It's crazy. I can only imagine the growth that Matt C has seen, but like the growth that I've seen from you guys is exponential. So I, I couldn't even imagine the growth that he's seen from like, from nothing yeah. from the conception mm-hmm. i've seen you guys like from baby to toddler or toddler to infant or infant oh, exactly. yeah. yeah like i've seen you guys like since you've been seen in the world to growing he's seen you from nothing and i've point being like i've seen you guys grow exponentially in a way that it's like whoa there's serious momentum here 
And I can, like, I can tell that. I know I, I have definitely a bias being a friend of both of yours and having more exposure than anyone to the podcast. But that being said, like, it's, it's still crazy to see how much you guys have grown. Yeah. And I'll say like to, with the conversations that you guys have with people just out in the world that know you as being part of the back pocket, the amount of swag, the amount of conversation, the amount of confidence that you guys are able to have and reputability that comes in the conversations that you've had. For example, the event at the Lululemon at the MOA, like those people were coming and seeking you guys out for conversation and you guys being able to just knock it out of the park versus early stages on like you guys would really have to like pull favors, pull strings to like get to have conversations with people um, because they didn't quite know like what the back pocket was or who Andrew and Declan were. But like the conversations you're having with those people at Lululemon now, it would not matter if the back pocket was there or not, but like the amount of credibility, confidence, and I would say swagger that you guys have just walking around day to day in conversation because you've had so many conversations with different people have allowed you to have different perspectives to have different understandings to talk to Matt in a different way that you're going to talk to Jack in a different way. You're going to talk to me to someone else. Yeah. Like how Andrew and I talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, And like, who's, who's going to dominate the conversation more in those situations? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be Andrew? Is it going to be whatever? Like could be a third party. Like, you guys are able to morph it together in a timely manner that allows you guys to make that connection as soon as possible. Here's, here's what I'll say about the back pocket. Uh And, and I think is your, your guys biggest success from, from this point, from the, from your inception to where we are now, this is, this is what I, and I, I don't think I've told you guys this, but my my favorite thing about the back pocket is so if you just break it down to numbers, the back pocket is Andrew and Declan, right? That's you guys. But but that's not what the back pocket is. I have personally a I I feel like I'm part of the back pocket. I just live with you guys. I'm on a podcast every once in a while. When people if if, if anyone ever would come up to me and say, you know the back pocket podcast, I say I'm a part of the back pocket podcast. And I think a lot of your guys' friends would say the same thing. The fact that it it, it is in essence just you two guys, but it, it but it's not at the same time. I, I I think I'm part of the back pocket. I think that that Yoakum would say that he's part of the back pocket. I think that Mark Amick would say that he's part of the back pocket. I think that Greg Eboxer would say that he's part of the back pocket. I think that a lot of people who are just our friends in general would say that they're part of the back pocket. And, and, and just be, you know, it's, it's you guys every episode, but, but in, it's really not, it's really like, I, I'm so involved with like, I, my hope of your guys' success that I, I, I almost involve that success with my own success. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm part of it. And I think that there's a lot of people and maybe even people who feel more so about that than me. 
I, I, I think I'm a part of this. I think there's a lot of people who also think they're a part of this. It's, 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 I, I, I feel a part of the, the family that is what you guys have built with the podcast. It's a, it's a group of people. It's a group. Of, it's not just a group of people. It's a group of businesses who also think that they're part of the back pocket, right? Yeah. You have friends that you've made through the back pocket who are now, who feel that their own personal success, success is involved with the success of the back pocket. I mean, just like, not to come back to Yoakum, but like, I think he feels the same way that I'm feeling now. Like, I, I, it, it, as, as the success of the back pocket grows, I brag about being a part of the back pocket. <laughs> I think I'm a part of it. And I, I, I love that. I think that's your guys' big, biggest success is the fact that you've not, not only been able to just build your own brand, but b- been able to, to, accommodate the fact that we are all part of this this Dang. thing that we love mm-hmm. that yeah. we, we we all love this aspect of our friendship right we have this yeah. big group of people we have we have we have a lot of people in our friend group a lot of people who have all been a part of the back pocket in different ways and and the back pocket is just a part of our friend group right i would say a part of the friend group but also like a, just like a mindset like yeah it's it's a thing that has gotten so much bigger than Andrew and I. And yes. It's so hard for me personally to go on another podcast and, and someone says, hey, how did you start the back pocket? And it's like, it's been three years, but it's been this fucking journey of just so many different things. Well, yeah. It's, it's been, been a million different it's things. It's been a million Since different I've things. lived with you, it's been a million different right, things. Right. And that's only half the time. And, and that's, and who gives a shit, right? But what, you just said that is exactly what it is like what's in your back pocket is you right you are in your back pocket and andrew and i working on being self-aware towards ourselves trying to triple down on that and grow something that's a business built around that is exactly the inspiration that you should have to do the same thing well it's not even the fact that you inspire me in my in my like my, my personal growth as an individual is is different than a big bat than the back pocket for sure right like my my personal tangibly yes tangibly my growth (laughs) as an engineer is completely different than the back pocket but i i get happy when you guys book big guests i get happy when you have good interviews i feel like i can brag to my family about how well you're doing you know what i mean because i'm i'm a part of it yeah even though i'm even though i'm not a part of it i'm a part of it right yeah yeah, you especially because like, and you Jack and Maddie C, like you guys are all a part of it because you physically fucking live with us. No, but no, but it. Mark, <laughs> if if Mark was sitting in the same spot, or Greg was sitting in the same spot, or Steve was sitting in the same spot, or I think that they that listens to us, or a any lot. of our, or yeah. not even anybody that listens to you a lot, any of our friends. But could there be someone who listens a lot who's like, yeah, I'm on their fucking side. any of yeah. our any of our community, yeah, which is our our friend group could be sitting in this spot saying that that I I I, re- I represent myself in some essence as a part of the back pocket. Well not to not to downplay it to people we know, but people that listen to your podcast, I would say that's true for. Yeah. Um and I I to echo everything that he just said. I think what he just said about your podcast is as true as anything that has ever been said about your podcast. Seriously. From coming from 
every perspective, coming from the most positive to the most negative perspective of the Back Pocket Podcast. Because I've seen, as an um, outsider of it in college, and then an insider of it, but still getting the outsider perspective of people like making fun of it and whatnot, I think everything he just said is very true. And everyone who's been involved with it feels like it's um, their own. Yeah. I shouldn't say their own, but I no, feel but like I'd... they're a part of the success. Right. The fact that it like the success of me and Andrew physically doing what we're doing is shared amongst people who just listen to us speaks volumes and like just makes me excited because like if i win and if if it's a model where i win and you also feel like you win or you actually win then i've won as a person because i'm now sharing my wins with others yeah and i think the coolest part about what you guys are doing is like there's no there's no necessary rhyme or reason to it but you're just you're highlighting successes of what you guys call ordinary average people. Right. It's a caveat. You're you're highlighting me and you. You're showing the everyday average Joe that they're not everyday average people. Even though they are, they're capable of extraordinary things, right? Yeah. You guys have a cool ability to do that. Because if you get the right person, the right guest on your show, we all have so much in common, right? Like, we all are people with lives and stresses and ups and downs. But we're all doing unique things. We're not spending all of our time in the same ways Mm -hmm. and some people are spending their times in ways that inspire other people and the fact that you guys are like recording it and putting it out there to the world is inspiring other people to be like oh that person might not be doing what i'm good at or what i'm passionate about but it makes me want to do what I'm good at and what I'm passionate about. Which leads me to my popcorn, Declan. What you need to improve on. You need to be more specific. You are in a, a lot of different categories. I've said this to you before off air. and I'm going to say it to you again on air. There, there is a way to do multiple different categories more specifically don't be general don't be vague if you're if you're going to be in different avenues commit to different avenues and commit to them specifically don't don't just don't just hover around in the space don't just hover around in in the podcast era don't just hover around like i'm just you know i i don't like the vagueness i like i like specific action for like specific goals and you can do that you're very good at that you're very you're a goal and you're a you're a results 
oriented person. You claim to be process oriented. You're not. You're a, you're a very results oriented person. Just be specific in every category because you're in multiple categories. You're in much more categories than I am. Andrew, you too. You're in much more categories than I am. I'm in one category. I'm very fucking good at that category. What's your um, category? Automation engineering. Very, very fucking good, good at it. He's so good. Very good at it. Um, but you two are very good at the things you do. I think Andrew's more specific than you are. I think he's more oriented towards one goal than you are in whatever category, X category. I want you to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's a, it's a problem that I see in my own life, and it's like a problem that I see when I interview other people. It's like one of their main problems is like I'm just involved in too many things. Well, dude, you're trying to do, you're trying to run a business with two people, and a business is more than a two person job. Yeah. Not to mention like my own job that pays me. Exactly. Not to mention. So I don't comedy, think that's I don't to mention, you know. No, but you I'm, can no, you can I'm gonna, you, you can do all those things. You're very capable of doing all those things. You are. You're very capable of doing all those things successfully. Just don't do them. There's a difference between and it's and it's even a difference between doing them halfway and doing them full. You you could even be doing them at full effort but still doing them vaguely. Yeah. I want I want you to if if you're going to be in a specific sect of life. So like you do stand up comedy, you do podcasting and you do engineering, get a goal for each one and fucking drive towards it as opposed to just living in that in that specific sector yeah. and just surviving in that specific sector mm-hmm. cuz you can be successful in all those sectors. Yeah. We've seen that. You're you're very good, you're a very good engineer, you're a great stand up comic and you're a great podcaster building to be better. Don't just live in those areas. Have specific, if you're going to be in an area, have a goal for it and tr- strive towards it and achieve it. And I would say to fine tune that in the example of, let's just say comedy, instead of setting something up for one minute, try to make it specific to get there in 15 seconds because that frees up 45 seconds or three quarters of your time to be able to do more within comedy or to do more with the time that you took to ask a question in a podcast or in your workday life, rather than trying to drag something out and to get to your point, narrow down, know what you want to say, say it, and then you have X amount more time to be able to dive deeper into that conversation. Or you have that much more time and opportunity to plug other things and to pursue other things. Because when you are pursuing three or four or multiple things at the same time, there's only so much time that you have in a day. And if you're only getting five, six hours of sleep, could you condense down all those tiny little interactions rather than extending them out? Because you you know what you want to say. It's just that you pull them out. Can you be specific? But uh, but also, like, I I can't give you any advice on podcasting and comedy because... That's you have more experience. Both of you have more experience in those than me. I'm not gonna try to fucking give you any hints on how to be a better podcaster. I don't fucking know. What I do know is what do you what I wanna ask you is 
What are your goals in engineering? Yeah, no, that's it. Because are you, are you just living in engineering, or do you have a goal in engineering? I'm just thankful for engineering. I'm like, I know that, you know, it, it, we could it, also cut this. So, you no, know. I, I, I know, I, and and there's a there's a point in me, or there's a part of me that feels and kind of looks ahead and says, you know, engineering is probably not a part of my future by the time. But I'm that's a goal. 30, but that's a goal. That's know? fine. And that's totally fine yeah. if that if if that's your goal, right? So if you have a goal of I'm just going to be in engineering, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna use that as a means of my just general survival until I get these other goals going. That's that's still a goal. That's an end goal for engineering, yeah. and I and I could totally fucking accept that, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'll accept that totally. But like, just have the goals. In every single aspect. Because you're in a lot of aspects. You're in more aspects than any of us. You're in more issues of life than any of us. Just have an end goal for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think uh, it's been a something that I've combated in my own head for you know quite some time. And it's it, it's so obvious to me that comedy and podcasting are like the way of the future for me yeah um i just genuinely love doing those things more than i love doing what i'm doing as my day job but what i am so fascinated about and what like gives me my edge is the fact that i have an engineering experience and an approach to the quote-unquote like marketing and the things that i'm doing currently and a need and a need and I'm, dude, I'm just finding, and Andrew kind of can see this in my, in me probably, is the fact that like I, I just genuinely love to problem solve, and when I can put myself in situations where it's a unique opportunity, something that no one else has done, and I can figure out a way to actually do it, then we won, and we have an impact that that's from that. We can market that, then we can scale it, grow, and then kind of use it as like a step on your way to like level from like level one to level two what are they teaching engineering school they're not teaching fucking equations they're teaching critical problem solving that's what i'm doing in the things that like i'm most fascinated about which is like how do you impact and scale something that's to me important the 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 idea that you you become famous you become big you become this this extraordinary thing through commitment and hard work and genuine love for what you want to do but like what you're doing as a 22 23 uh mature you know 20 year old is so crucial to like finding that granted i'm only 24 but like i genuinely believe like if i can help and inspire other people to do those things like we we have a better society and i and and i don't even really in like that whole statement like i don't give a fuck about to be honest like yeah, right yeah. i just i just genuinely like when someone hits me up and says hey declan i really like what you're doing and i say hey cool hop along for the ride or hey do this hey do that and they do it and then it works like i get so much genuine happiness from the give back and like the idea that like andrew's been able to triple down on something that we've built through the podcast and have a full-time job and Jack Burke living with us and being in this back pocket culture has been something that I've been super stoked about and just 
me asking that simple question of like how have you guys handled the evolution of what we're doing like <laughs> i just i genuinely enjoy that and i think you guys see that at a at a core basis and probably get annoyed with it right like when i record something no, it's not annoyed it's it's not an annoyed thing and and even me who's like the fuck you Matt hair model yeah the fuck you like. the fuck you Matt hair model which is the back pocket model like i can't tell you how many times I've heard from my my fucking CTO who I I sit next to, and I fucking am I have a good relationship with. How many times he's given me shit and me he goes, I know your po- I know your roommates have a podcast. Like oh like so many times like they they crack the joke like oh we get it your roommates have a podcast. <laughs> How many times I've brought that up like oh my roommates have a podcast and I, and I explain the thing that happened on there. I can't tell you like even me and who you know the thralls of corporate america are like i I, i'm still repping you guys i i still have that pride about backpack and it's not because you well i don't want to fill in sentences but going back to what you're saying it was just like it's it's really cool to hear the fact that you share the wins it has nothing to do with my progression as an individual (laughs) but it kind of does because you're just like i'm friends with these guys no no, no. but but yes yes your let me be very clear your success has nothing to do with how I am going to progress in my yeah, life. 100%. That's the thing. It has yeah. nothing to do with it, but I still love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't give a, like, it, it, in in terms of, like, it, how if you guys be, blow up and become fucking huge famous, that that's not going to benefit me in my career goals. And I don't expect it to. It'll probably annoy you, if anything. No, no, it won't. It'll make me extremely happy, and it'll make me extremely prideful in my legitimate life. But it won't help you at all. But it won't help me. But, but, but it, it will make you way happier. But it will make me way happier. It'll make me very happy. And it'll make me very, even more braggadocious about the fact that my roommates are podcasters, it, it, which I already am. So, like... It, your you my happiness about your guys' success has nothing to do with my own personal success in my job, which is going very well, very well, very well. You hey so hey, well. hey hey you're absolutely it's going really well. Grand slamming, to be honest, but it's <laughs> yeah. just I don't know. I, no, I would agree with everything that Matt Heron has said and Matt Christensen has said, but everything that Matt Heron has said and. I never really got a chance to answer your question, like what it's like. Yeah, I'd love to to be on the sidelines. And what the last thing he just said, I'm happy I'm answering it right now because that's very true. Your guys is your guys' success when you boil it down to everything, like has nothing to do with my own personal success. But that being said, like I'm still going to benefit off of your success in the sense that it will make me happier because i care about you guys being successful if that makes any sense oh it makes a ton of sense um yeah no totally i think it's the same same thing that i feel when you guys have success when right Matt, Matt yeah comes and tells me like he People... got promotion or like jack burke went on a bike ride and he's just fucking jazzed about him like like I just like I genuinely love seeing you guys grow every day to the same degree. 
Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, that uh, my bike rides are, uh, <laughs> are the highlight. That's, that's really what it just comes goes down to. Just goes to show you yeah. how shitty my life is. <laughs> no, I don't. Shut up, I don't, Jack. I don't think anybody's life is, is shitty necessarily, but it's just like, it's it's just so interesting. Like, dude, we we fucking grand slam anything that has come through us. Yeah. Like. We are such a a very, like, go-lucky-go-happy group of dudes who have made the most out of every situation. And I am just, like, it is so fun to, like, be at work around a bunch of other people who don't have what I have. And yeah. me explain that I live with four other guys where we just, these are the things we do. It is Friday yeah. and we have a barber coming over and he's cutting all <laughs> of our hair. And we're just going to, like, gonna drink beers and listen to music and... And like talk with this guy and make his fucking day and he makes ours and he and he moves on and we move on and we like that's just what we do and it's just we do that over and over and over and I tell and I share those things and people are like dude you live the fucking life and it's like thank you for saying that but but it doesn't even feel like that it doesn't yeah, no, feels like that feels like best, that's the best part about this honestly as a bystander as a roommate that's the best part about this is I benefit off of your guys' value. Or off of your guys' whatever you want. Yeah. You got to... You... Not that I couldn't have gotten a free week at Alter, but I would have never been exposed to a free week at Alter if it weren't for the Back Pocket Podcast. Or inspired to do a free week of Alter. I, yeah. Paul, probably... I would have just been another another customer of Paul. If you guys didn't have a t-shirt on the wall. That was fascinating, right? Him talking about how many times he explains the podcast. I was like, yeah, you and I need to be sitting down. Um, you of all people, <laughs> we need to be sitting down I, to, for us to help you explain like what we are. It's just, things, I just love that like, he generally describes it. It's things like that, that are really cool. Like it's uh, in all honesty, it's really annoying trying to explain what the back pocket is because it's difficult. It's a because difficult. you guys can't explain it. And it's not any fault of your own, but it's like until there's a good answer, I'm not like as someone who doesn't even listen to the podcast, I'm not going to have a good answer. No, and I and, no, no one has a good answer. And though. to answer your question, because I still haven't answered your question of what it's like, like I've told you all the positives and not not to be Debbie Downer over here, but like I still haven't said any of the negatives. I, and I'm the most like I'm your biggest fan. I want that to be known. I'm your biggest fan. Seriously. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It makes me, going back to what Matt Heron said, it makes me happier than anyone to see you guys have success. I. It's been so fun for me. Seriously, so fun for me to watch you guys grow. It's, and just to like be a, like I'm your roommate. I have no part of it. I like... It's been so fun for me to watch you guys grow. Mm-hmm. But, but like, then to answer your question on like the other side of it is like, what's it like to like be the roommate of like yeah. the back pocket? Yeah, let's hear, it, let's hear it. For me, the the one downside of it, the only downside of it, I I jokingly said earlier about like not being able to sleep. Whatever, who cares? Anyone can get one night of bad sleep. For me, the only downside of it is like when you guys are outside of the podcast and you're not 
podcasting or like um when you're not up here on the third floor when you're in the kitchen and like i've had a long day at work or and this might be selfishness out of me but like it seems to me and i'm sure any and i totally understand it if you want to be successful you have to do this but like it's all you guys talk about yeah which makes total sense and i get that and i'm not like saying that out of a complaining attitude I can understand it, but it's just like I can see why that would be like. God, it gets all they it gets an, talk about is their stupid fucking podcast. It gets <laughs> annoying after a while, you know. I can see my own self saying that. Multiple I can times. see like I can see like Bill Gates' old roommate being like, "Fuck Microsoft." All this fucking guy talks about is starting a fucking software company. Yeah, fucking you know what I mean? idiot. <laughs> And like, what a fucking idiot! A fucking moron! You're, you're, it's so annoying. And it's so annoying. Please let me. Please let me like go against myself and be the first person to say that you will never be successful if it's not everything you think about and talk about. Right. So like don't let me discourage you in what what manner whatsoever cuz like I'm your biggest fan and I want you guys to be successful and I want you guys to do it. Yeah. So don't let me saying this discourage you. Keep doing it. Because that's what's going to keep you driving and keeping you successful, but it's fucking annoying sometimes. Right? You know, no, you're acting like you you're acting very cautious with what you're saying there, because like you're like oh I don't want to say if I say something wrong, like Declan's going to take it the wrong way and stop the podcast. Like I, I, I won't. But I'm that. also going to add <laughs> on to that and to say that um, Andrew's better at it than you are. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I'm just keep, think about keep doing what you're doing. I'm just saying. Of course. To answer, I still haven't answered your question from probably an hour ago. Like, what's like, what's it like being the roommate of the podcast? That's the you only described it better than anybody. That's you, the only you thing for, for me. Us for a, no, a Matt Matt Heron described it awesomely, and like I feed off of you guys' success, and every one of your listeners and guests has ever that's ever been on is fed off of your success. But the thing that those people don't see is, like, on a Tuesday night when we're just trying to, like, hang out and have a good time, you guys are like, what the fuck are we going to talk about on Thursday? Or Something that, like, I don't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? At at that ultimately, you do give a fuck about, but at the moment, you don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I just want to like talk about normal shit and like you get all you guys can think about. Like I'll just be standing. I'll literally be standing. Literally like be standing between you guys, and I just like my dog just died or like that's a made up a scenario. But like a something that's a really big deal to me is just like irrelevant to you guys because like your podcast is the center of your minds and it's the only thing you guys (laughs) ever think about. So true. That's the only th- that literally I said I said this earlier jokingly like I'll stay up at night or whatever it doesn't matter the thing that bothers me if anything is like sometimes you guys have a hard time keeping your minds off of your podcast which like I just said a minute ago don't let that discourage you keep doing it It just bothers me sometimes. 
Yeah, no, get it, dude. It's roommate podcast. Totally fucking get it, dude. I That's, totally get it. And I gotta Here's pee. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. It's not that big of a deal. I gotta pee, though. No, I get it, dude. Go, go to the bathroom. And I would say, on a uh, Maddie, see, wrap us up. The last question I think we should end on is one that is very relevant during this time period. For sixty percent of the household that has never aspired to grow out a beard what's going through your head right now as you commit <laughs> to growing out some facial hair and what's like what emotions what thoughts are going through your head you have 120 seconds matt heron go all right just to just to start it out um the the three that he was talking about is me probably declan and jack burke never tried to grow out our beard um there's a lot of um uncertainty but no more fear because the fact that we're fucking quarantined and i can grow this beard and not feel attacked by anyone because i don't give a shit about what you guys feel i don't give a shit so uh i don't know it's 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 i've started it out and it's not going great so far but uh you got time i got time it's a process it's a marathon all right Deck, are you going to grow your Deck? beard or are you just going to grow go. that mustache? Stash all the way. I mean, it's never been more. I've never been more obvious about it. I mean, I literally just got a haircut today. And now all of a sudden I have a mullet. So, you know, it's it's fun. We're here. We're now. We're doing the damn thing. We're doing the damn thing. It's like even when it grows out, it's just going to look normal and I'm just going to be working quarantine. I'm an essential employee all of a sudden as well. Not to brag, but that's I got my ladder today. Essential. Got my ladder. Wait, I'm who's essential. got their letter? Who's got their letter? Got my letter. Who's got their got letter? Letter. Is that just Declan and I? Who's got the letter? What's the letter about? I got my letter. Being, Being essential. Essential employees. Being yeah, we have to go gay. to work to do the work. I have to go, and I don't have to go to work to do the work. All right, three, two, one. Jack Burke, you have two minutes to talk about your facial hair. What your facial is hair your emotion, thoughts going through your head about growing a, a beard out for the first time in a long time, if ever? Go. I don't have, really have any emotion okay. about it. I've had a lot of thought, no emotion. Um, the thought is, I can't grow a beard. It's a little embarrassing. I guess that's an emotion, embarrassment. <laughs> um, although I'm really not that embarrassed because no one sees me. Yeah, so I take that back. Um, <coughs> lot, still lots of thought. And the only thought or reaction there is is what you see in the mirror. And pretty non-substantial. Does there that answer is. your question? Whatever answer you want. It's a good way to end it out. Um, I, I all I have to say is like it's. I play with it a lot. I can't. Number one, COVID nineteen. Don't touch your face. Look at me. It's all I can do these days. Well, that's because just don't touch your eyes. It's a big thing. Oh yeah. Keep it keep it south of the cheek line. You're good. I have allergies. Look at me. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Do you guys feel the same way? But like, I think the three of you guys and like what we live in is the funniest thing of all time. Like I laugh so hard. At the things and the jokes that we come up with. I think the 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 things that we come up with and the things we actually do are so funny. I'm... That's me. I don't think it's funny. I think it's awesome. You're welcome. Awesome and funny. 
It's You're awesome. Welcome. It's funny. It's unique, and it's us, man. It's us. Like it's the fact that we have fun, a barber come funny. over, yeah. and that like none of us are just like ha 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 ha. Let's get a barber to come over. But like, yeah, great idea. Like no one else is thinking of this. Like, bring him on over, yeah, or like, a podcast at night, or anything else that we do. It's just like the originality that we have as a group to be us to not give a crap versatile yeah i seriously think i'm gonna look i i've thought about this and like it's a i need you to journal about i don't know if it's a by the way good thing or bad thing of mine but like i've i think very morbidly malachi do you do you also think morbidly is are you a morbid thinker in general yeah you just heard what jack baby said i don't know like is that a fair thing to say? Um, you know, I'm a, I, I am in a uh, state of constant denial. Mm. Yep. But it, it it's a different state of denial than I I think is fair to say. I'm in a state of denial that I know is denial, mm. which is a difference. Right. 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 I go. I'm going to choose to deny this thing. I'm very self-aware about my denial. And just, you know, I don't watch the news ever. Either side. people. Some people go, oh, I'm going to watch a little bit of Fox News. I'm going to watch a little bit of CNN. I'm going to find myself in the middle. I go, I'm not going to watch either one of them. I'm just going to chill out. Yeah. Okay, anyways, back to what I was saying. <laughs> not that... That was irrelevant, but... It was a little, yeah. Jack just went like this verbally. <laughs> <laughs> he coughed on what you just said. Yeah. To what I was trying to say, that was irrelevant. I... I didn't hear what Jack said, by the way. I was texting. I just want that to be known. <laughs> I wasn't playing off what he said. Oh, right. I was texting, and I didn't hear what he said. But you still went. And I just went with That's it. all right. Jack, yeah. what Jack, what do you got, man? I forgot. All right. All right, let's end this shit, dude. And Fuck that's man. a wrap. I'm sick of this. Good shit, boys. Love you, boys. Roommate podcast part one. Part one. Alfin. Fuck. Part. Love you over. guys. When's part two? Love you guys. Never. Never. Two years. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys.